You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. how great our game is going to be once we're back in the same like rooms with each other it's going to be amazing well no what's going to happen is we're going to perfect skype first and then by the time we're ready to do this perfectly every episode we're never going to do it again because we're just going to be doing episodes. <laughs> back in the studio the way it was yeah yeah hey uh Please welcome to the show, Jay Party Lord. Um, we're going to be checking in on multiple of our friends in this episode, and uh, hey guys. we wanted to start with one of our all-time favorites. This is now his third appearance on the show in 102 Whoa. episodes, and we've got uh, Jay Party Lord up in this bitch. Hi guys, dude. What are you up to? What are you drawing? Uh, uh, right, right now, now I'm just just fooling around because I'm down, down in the studio, studio first time in a few days. I kind of had most of my stuff set up at the up kitchen, kitchen table, table, but, but the, house the house is getting, getting a little, little crazy. crazy. So, so I was yeah. fooling I was around. Fooling. This is just a sketchbook. I'm just I'm just drawing drawing a cool, cool skull, skull knife knife. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a knife. I thought that's a knife. It's a knife. I thought that was another thing. It's not a it's dick. not a dick. <laughs> I can put a dick in there. in there if you want. Hey, that would be great. Hey, uh, cool put man, a put cool a man. nice dick on it. Okay. Um, oh, that's fine. I can work a dick in. So like dick. So, dude, Jay, tell me, man, how? Uh, yeah, how's man. Your, how's your quarantine going? Uh, it's going. You know, just trying to uh, rearrange how the hustle works. You right. know, I'm no I'm no stranger to uh, using creative methods to uh, try to get by. So. It's you know stressful as it is for all of us, but right. um, we're we're moving along. I'm I'm we're getting ducks in a row, uh, and I mean it could be worse. Is the main thing I'll I'll impress to everybody. It could be a lot worse. So far, it's been a lot of hanging out with the family and getting time with my baby, which was pretty awesome. Uh, that is pretty awesome. You know. I'm I'm sure like most people I deal with a little bit of uh, frustration along the lines of just being motivated to do things because everything's uncertain and I don't have to do anything right know? right and it's the first it's the first time in a few years where I don't have to do anything yeah it kind of narrows your focus a little bit you know Gordo yeah. and, and I mean you you watch the show so you know Gordo and I have kind of been talking about this of like it narrows yeah. your focus and kind of hones you in on what you have control like your circle of concern and your circle of influence you know what i mean yeah, my like man. like there are a lot of things to be concerned about right now but there are not a tremendous amount of things over which we have direct influence i mean i've been hearing people talk that there's there might not be concerts until mid 2021 <laughs> yeah, dude seriously I yeah, know. I just I, I got the memo on that, and that kind of made me flip my wig. I was just like, "Holy fuck, really?" It's <laughs> crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's a wild, it's a wild and interesting time to be alive. You know, yeah. I thought I thought nine eleven would be the thing I remember most of my life, but uh, I don't know. This this might be a uh, 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 a very memorable 
set of years here for all of us. You know what this know. reminds me of? It reminds me of the most boring car wreck I was ever in. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Like, one time, one time Jerry and I were driving in my car, and it was super icy and, and like, snowy out. And I was driving my 91 Ford Escort. And people, you know, it's just ice capades out there, and people are sliding all over the place. And I hit a patch of ice, and we spun out, and the radio went out for some reason. Like, we're listening to the CD player. The CD player just went off for the duration of the the crash, and we spun super slowly and did, like, like a 720. Like, did two full turns and spun into this other car. And the the other car, they got out, we all took a look, and everybody was fine, and we all walked away, you know, but when it was going on, Jerry and I were like, this is the most, we had the time to say, this is the most boring car wreck I've ever been in. Like, and I'm just thinking like, (laughs) dude, it's like, it's like, we've already, we've already surpassed the fatalities in 9-11, I think. Twofold. I think it's two 9-11s and a Katrina that we're looking at in terms of casualties. Don't quote me on that, but that's like a, that's a, a number I heard. And it's just like this very slow... It's like watching a meteor approaching Earth with the knowledge that it isn't going to wipe us all out, but it is going to wipe a fair amount of us out. It's, it's, like it's, it's going to get a few of us. A small asteroid. You can still is go to us. church. That's the important thing. Dude, what the fuck is with that? What is with that? The people Let them fucking get it. Did you see the video of the lady who said she's coming out of a service and she's like, I'm washed in Jesus' blood. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I saw that little bit. That was nice. That, that, that was a nice little addition to the, to the mental Rolodex of terror that's going on. It's like, oh, oh that's great. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so- Jesus is going to save you from the coronavirus, and that's fine. Sure. It was unbelievable, man. Hey, so, Jay, I, you know, while we got while we got you on the line, dude, tell me tell me what is going on in the tattoo world. Like, how are you and your contemporaries gonna <laughs> like like what's what's your plan to survive this? Plan, uh, I think. <laughs> right, plan. <laughs> I think right now for for most tattooers, it's uh it's a whatever you can do scenario like whatever whatever hustle you got is it's time to pull it out um i am using a little bit of the time to get into things that i've meant to to look into in terms of new skills and stuff i'm going to be doing a little bit of uh venturing into enamel painting i think oh cool um i don't know how uh into like the sign painting world officially i'm gonna get into straight out of the gate i think some of that i'll leave for the people who have done their time and uh learned it the right way and other than that we'll see how that goes i think most people are kind of freaking out you know a lot of us are are most of us are out of work and uh right with good reason we're not traditional employees so we can't we can't apply for traditional unemployment. We can apply for the CARES Act stuff, but even Colorado State doesn't know what the hell to do with that right now. They're waiting. You can't for apply guidance. for unemployment. You can't do anything in terms of unemployment. Not as an independent contractor. Worker? Yeah, oh my god. I have, 
I have to apply for that stimulus package, and they're not sure what's going on with that right now. Yeah, that's you know? kind of a fuck clusterfuck right now. The, the state of Colorado isn't even accepting applications for that last I checked, um, nope. which was a couple days ago, because um, I'm keeping an eye on it. But, uh, you know, I, I like I said, I'm no stranger to the hustle, and I think a lot of us aren't. And so I'm confident in most people's abilities to find a way to get through this um and i think if we stick to supporting each other and you know continuing to be positive i i think we'll be okay i I know that's a nice sentiment to have and it's partially because i keep pretty stocked on food and stuff in general because i'm generally wound up for the end times and uh you're like so i you're like you're like um what was the care bear that had like the storm cloud on him like he's like he's like very (laughs) lovey and cuddly and positive and wants nothing but good in the world but he's all he was like He's still like the grumpy grouchy. Care Bear. He's like Storm a grumpy bear. Care Bear, Gloom Bear, I, or something I don't, like that. I don't remember his name, but yeah, I, you know exactly I what I'm that. talking oh, about. Oh, that was that was Glare Bear. Glare Bear. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. He was he was an actual Care Bear, and he was kind of a grouch. He was he, he was the blue one. Yeah, but he still he still wanted good and cuddliness and yeah. sweetness and his, in the world. His, his belly was like a cloud with a lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's or your uh, brain, maybe? How's your how's your family doing? Um, not as good as everyone's, I would guess. Uh, everybody seems to be happy. Like I said, I've been spending lots of time with the baby, so that's been cool. Um, she seems excited to have me around, which is how old you know, is she now? Awesome. She will be two on May 2nd. She will get her golden birthday out of the way early, so I don't have to spend a bunch of money on that. Um, <laughs> can blame her boring golden birthday on COVID-19. Yeah, man. The fucking... Fortunately, she, you know, Ransom's only one. She's going to be two. You know, it's yeah. Like, it's one of those things where, like, they are young enough where this is something that we'll have to tell them about down the line. Yeah, you know, we're it's, fortunate it's gonna be, in that regard. It's going to be a funny story where they're like, "Dude, I don't know why this is so memorable to you. You just had to stay at home for a month. Oh my god!" Right, it's right. Gonna be like, yeah, well, <laughs> you don't know. Those were crazy times, kid. Those were crazy times, and you don't have a job, and you don't understand. When everybody yeah, the, got the murder cold. <laughs> and the kids that are like two or three years younger be like, yeah, we're Corona boomers, you know. So, like, <laughs> you don't get us, you know, and that, it'll, it'll be a self-perpetuating nightmare. They'll, know, they'll, they'll, use, they'll use the 19 when they're in their teens to define their generation. <laughs> like, we're, the, we're the COVID-19s. Okay, right. <laughs> I've heard a bunch of Real annoying. Uh, the COVID-19s. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for the teenagers, dude. And, and it's like, I was telling uh, the guys, I went and trimmed some weed today because I've, you know, I've got a hustle, you know. Yeah. So I've been, you know, I'm very fortunate that I still have my job, but then I also, you know, our side hustle came to an end today, and we were talking about how it's gotten to the point now where 
the first couple weeks was all, hey, live streaming and love and support and and crafting yeah. and and let's bake and oh, this this is sure is terrifying, but let's make the best of it and and just Facebook a week quizzes. Ago, just a week ago, we were talking about like the goodwill that kind of popped up over the internet, and now that's. All gone. Oh. Drinking goodwill. It's because oh, yeah, it's because are, the reality like, is really starting we, to set in. There's people. Yeah. There's people that are really trying to keep it on that level, but like it's it, it is devolving. Like you can. Well, and that's why I left my like feel good nice guy post for a week or two in because yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be awesome for the first two weeks when everybody's off of work. But I mean, once it sets in that like everybody's off work and you're not allowed to go outside, it gets a little bit more. You know, uptight and unforgiving. And I get it. I started feeling it this week too. I think I'm, this is like a month in for me. And yeah, last couple days have been fucking brutal emotionally. Like yeah. the, Alaska, the Alaska thoughts have been thick and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there have been, yeah. But I can't go to Alaska's. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't, can't go, go to Alaska. Outside. Like, I can just go there in my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, it's but I'm it's, already there. It really like, I'm like for the first time starting to consider like, it's 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 almost like going to a desert island and suddenly everything that made you you back where you lived just doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's been yeah, two it's weeks irrelevant. and it's already like, yes, once I played in a rock and roll band and we would play concerts and, and we had all these plans for the future. And I'll tell you what, though, it makes you really, it makes you really thankful for what you do have. Absolutely. You know? I mean, that's that's what I've been feeling. Like, on, I, I have been feeling kind of the uh, this kind of sense of impending doom kind of creep up more recently. But I also am trying to keep in perspective, like things that I'm really thankful for. Yeah, man. Um, that's that's what's kind of keeping me afloat, you know. Right. No, well, I mean, yeah. and I've had I've had plenty of projects going on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm st- I still yeah. feel like I'm doing plenty, but I also. Oh, yeah. I ha- I was thinking the 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 main thing that I've been thinking recently is how much I want to use this as an opportunity to like prioritize my family and prioritize my son. Yeah, man. And, you know, and 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 I'm I'm creating stuff, but I'm trying to create stuff in a very like low impact, one foot in front of the other, slow and steady wins the race sort of mentality. Yeah, which I think uh, over time helps you uh, craft things a little bit more than just uh, put things out, you know? Dude, I've been uh, dumping everything into SoundCloud. I don't know if you've checked good. the Patreon feed lately, <laughs> Jay. But I've, I've been watching my emails for sure. You've been posting a lot. I've downloaded the stems, okay? Did you? Are I you going to do something? Yeah, I, saw, I already started working on them. I, I wasn't even going to tell you, but fuck, I just will, blew it. Yeah. Will they work? Will they will they work on your phone? Can yeah, I download you can, them to my phone and can, record on there. Yeah, you could download them to like um uh, cuz I have I have my bass rig and my bass guitar still. Dude, you Shit. can do it on yes, You can do it on a uh, GarageBand iOS. Like it's I mean it's just it's just a wave file or whatever uh okay. MP4 file or whatever it is. But okay. for the people who don't know what I'm talking about, we launched the um, the Ruckus Remix Challenge this past week, and I've been seeing a lot of downloads on the... So I started this new 
page on SoundCloud called uh, the MF Ruckus Seeds, Seeds and Stems. So if you go to soundcloud.com slash uh, MF Ruckus the band, there's a page that is nothing but demos and stems. And I've been challenging people to do remixes or like do their own versions or write their own songs based on the stems that we made available on there. And Can I say something awesome. about that real quick? Yeah. Can I just say, I have listened to the individual stems on that track like a couple times now just trying to get a feel for what i want to do with it and i gotta say you guys are even more talented motherfuckers than i thought you were <laughs> listening to Thank those scams it's like seriously dude it's like you listen to that and you're just like what the fuck man i i quit <laughs> yeah you get I really appreciate that man you get to you get to really get the feel for everybody's playing and like how much focus they put into all that shit and it's Dude, it's yeah. seriously it's, it's pretty it's, impressive i, I really so appreciate good. that man it sounds so good you know i just I'm, I'm at this point where i'm starting to see that so much of what has become popular with folks is you do, it doesn't really have to be all that slick people kind of like to see how the sausage is made you know they kind of like to see the nitty-gritty these days for sure i think absolutely i think that's a new cultural thing that's happening is like i think 50 years ago people were like fuck it you know what you're doing but these days people want to see yeah exactly like you said they want to see how the sausage is made well and actually like i I see artists that are way more willing these days to let go of the secret sauce if you know what i mean like they're they're willing to like let somebody in and see like okay this is what i use to achieve this sound or this is how i do this and that's pretty yeah well the other thing is is we only have so much time to do stuff so I'm at this point where I am just like on Patreon specifically, I have been dumping something on there every single day. You know, sometimes it's stems, sometimes it's uh, it's a project demo that we did on GarageBand. But what I've been doing recently is just the original acoustic writing sessions that Tony and I did out in the backyard in like 2015. You know what I mean? So it's like. It's like, here's us creating this song. You know, here's what it sounded like before five years went by and we took the time to craft it and go in the studio. It's broken down in its purest form. Yeah, and it's super fun. And I just thought, I thought the stems challenge thing would just be a fun, like, I've been seeing all the shit that's been going on with Riffbook and we'll we'll talk about that shit with um, Bart and Jen when they get on the program later on in the episode. Um, You know... I've just I've been seeing how much people got into that and I'm like man we could just give something give people something to play with and I'll bet a handful of them at least would produce something really cool yeah my 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 homies from back home in Wisconsin are scattered all over the place now Um, but one in uh, he's outside of Birmingham Alabama somewhere and one in Illinois did a, a cover of Weezer's No One Else the other day that they just recorded on their phones and then uh, <laughs> my homie Dan cut it together and it's really awesome. He did the guitar and the bass part. Right. And uh, I think they're going to do some more. They asked me to sit in on, I think, Motor Breath by Metallica. Cool. So I might do, yeah. might, might do that and put that out there. And Dude, Goldfinger, Goldfinger beat me to the punch. 
I had this well, idea. Well, that's exactly what they did, and that's the thing. <laughs> Somebody sent me the Goldfinger one, and I was like, fuck that. My friends did it first. Right, right. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I... Goldfinger is fine, but... Dude, the videos ahead, that they sorry. did were really cool. But so what I was thinking of doing is I'm like... So I had a meeting with our label... And basically, our label is like is like there's really not much we can do for you right now, yeah. you know, because all tours are canceled for the foreseeable future. No one's putting out yeah. any records or anything. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, you guys do have a reach, and so yeah, how just about, post our stuff. Yeah, how about you just let me put up the money for a budget for a marketing thing? We'll send you some singles. We'll work on, you know, and we'll create a bunch of content. And so I've been thinking a lot about music videos, and really the uh-huh. only music videos you can do right now. Are like either, this, <laughs> are, are like this, or I've got Jake and Macy working on an animated video right now. But then I nice. saw that I saw that Goldfinger video after I had been sitting there thinking, like, man, it would be really cool to just get the guys to each do a recording of them playing the track and then send that back. And I'm sure you'll see a lot of bands doing it. But yeah, we've we've done a we had a bunch of people submit videos for. Uh, for a video that we're putting together, that I'm putting together for. for oh, was a song. it all you guys singing "Imagine"? Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> because because that's just so on point. You ruined and not the surprise to- and not tone deaf in the slightest. <laughs> Did you guys see uh, that shit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I, but I I have that. I heard about it because one of the grandparents bought it for us, and it's a. Uh, it's a illustrated children's book where the words are just the fucking lyrics to that song. Oh, I have that. I, I have that. No, there was, there was a group of celebrities did a video of Imagine where basically each celebrity sings a line from it. And they got a lot of shit for it because it was a little, it was a little tone deaf and patronizing. You know, in the middle of a in the middle of a pandemic. But I appreciate the thought. But yeah. they just got. They what about you? Patronizing is Madonna's fucking thing that she did. What did is Madonna anything? Do? Is anything as patronizing as things Madonna does? Well, I mean, like that's just <laughs> classic Madonna, right? I mean, that's just what she yeah. does. Yes. But she actually yes. delivered some kind of like little speech about how. Corona is the great equalizer from her bathtub filled with rose petals. Did you see that? <laughs> no. It, it's, well, she's it's cuddling with her adopted children. I mean, you can't find it now. From... She deleted that shit. But like, good. <laughs> I mean, like, really? Like, this is how? Okay. Well, That's pretty funny. It's like when it's like when Gwyneth Paltrow posted that thing about uh, how it's easy to eat on the minimum wage. How it's easy to eat vegan diet on a minimum wage income. Yeah, go back uh, to your goop. Shut the fuck up. That was that was like six years ago, and it was pretty ridiculous. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, nobody cares. That's oh, not. Man. Ah, well, hey God. Jay, Jay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over and get Reed on the call. Um, I just wanted to say, man, yeah. I, I, I love you a lot. Oh, dude. That is badass. You did that during the... Hold that up again. I wasn't I wasn't on your screen. I wasn't on your screen. That is That's live amazing. remote quarantine art right dude. there for your face. Live Zap. recording. I'll deliver That's... that to you. We can donate it to the patrons or whatever. Ah. Sound dude, good? That's really cool, man. Thank you for yeah, doing that. That's fucking cool. Dude, thanks for coming on the call, man. I'm glad you're doing well. You and I need to just have a one on one conversation here soon and check in and have a pop. Yeah, chat. man. Sounds I would great. I really love that. 
Um, thanks for coming on the call, man. Love you lots. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon. Love you guys, Gordo. Wonderful Love to see you. you. Tell Reed I say hello. Will do. We're going to add him right now and get his audio dialed in. Awesome. Um, it's great to on. see you, man. Virtually. You too, buddy. Hey, everybody who's been watching the stream, thank you very much for jumping on. We've got, oh, Reed just jumped on. All right. Okay. Hey, Reed, real quick, we're going to get your audio and video dialed in on the... On the Hold on a Yeah, we're going to get you dialed in, and while we're getting you dialed in... Uh, bye, Reed. Bye, Reed. Yeah. Jay says hi and bye, Reed. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi. Uh, let's see. Bye, guys. Bye, buddy. Can you hear me lots. Later, uh, dude. Yeah, we can hear you, but we've got to get your um, your audio source linked into the stream. So while you're doing that, real quick, Gordo, I wanted to tell you about something really funny that happened. And um, so, uh, so while this has been going on, I'm sure you've heard about all the scams that have been going on, like people yeah. trying to scam people for their uh, for their stimulus checks and. And things like that. And I got this email that I'm not gonna lie, it shook me a little bit, but it's a it's a <laughs> oh, wow. it's a scam that went out. So the subject line was just the name on my email address and my password. Whoa. Okay. He's either not showing video. Uh do you have do you have your video on, Reed? Uh I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that should be you. Can, there there should be a button. There should be a button, like a little camera button that turns on your camera. I see a picture of him up there. There, there he is. is. Yeah. He's on. Hey. Okay. So so um so yeah, so I get this email and it's just the subject line is just my the the beginning of my email address and my password this is what it says and it says um it says my password and then it says one of your passphrase let's get directly to the purpose and i should mention all the text looks it's written in english but with russian characters so uh it says let's get directly to the purpose neither anyone has paid me to check you you don't know me and you are probably thinking why you are getting this email I actually installed a software on the X video clips, parenthetical, adult porn website, and guess what? <laughs> you visited this website to experience fun. You know what I mean. While you were viewing videos, your browser started out operating as an RDP, having a keylogger, which has provided me access to your display screen and webcam. Just after that, my software gathered all your contacts from your Messenger, Facebook, as well as email account. And then I made a double screen video. First part displays the video you were watching. You have a fine taste, rolling on the floor laughing. And second part shows the recording of your web camera. Yeah, it's you. You do not have one but two solutions. Why don't we take a look at these type of options in details? First solution is to, uh, what does it say? First solution is to, wait, where does it say? First solution is to dismiss this email. Then I am going to send you your very own video recording to every one of your personal contacts and consider concerning the embarrassment you will see. 
In addition, should you be in an intimate relationship, precisely how is it going to affect? And the second place option should be to pay me $1,900. Let's call it a donation. In this, instant, uh, in this instance, I most certainly will ASAP erase your video. You can continue on your daily routine like this never happened, and you surely will never hear back from me again. Again from me. You'll make the payment through Bitcoin. If you do not know this, search how to buy Bitcoin in Google. There's a Bitcoin address. If you have been curious about what uh, about going to the authorities, very well. This message cannot be traced back to me. I have covered my steps. I am just not looking to ask for money much. I simply prefer to be rewarded. I have a special pixel in this message, and right now, I know that you, you have read through this email. You now have one day in order to make the payment. If I do not receive the bitcoins, I will definitely send out your video recording to all of your contacts, including friends and family, colleagues, etc. Nevertheless, if I receive the payment, I'll release the recording right away. This is a non-negotiable offer. Therefore, don't waste mine and yours, my, my time and yours, by replying to this email. If you need proof, reply with yeah, and I will definitely send your video recording to your six contacts. That is an okay, email that I got all right. yesterday. I just have one question after all that. Right. Whose job is he trying to take, me or Ethan's? <laughs> right? Dude, what the fuck? Hey, by the way, Ethan, um, I'm not getting read on the on the feed here. I'm not can getting I'm not getting read on the feed. I can hear you, I'm just not getting your video up. I can here on I the... can uh, yeah, I can see him and hear him just yeah. fine. I can see yeah. you here. So here's here's what's I'm just not getting him on the uh, I'm not getting Reed. I'm not getting the other guy. Oh, see? Yeah, he dropped out. Uh, well, no, he's. You can't still see me, but I'm I'm jerking off. I'll assure you. <laughs> well, dude, <laughs> there you are. There you are. So, so, um, so this is the this is what immediately popped into my head. By the way, welcome to the show, live from New York City. Our buddy Reed Whoa. from Overdose, Speed Wolf. And a bunch of other Thanks. fucking shit, splattered records, all that. Uh, it's good to have you back on the show, man. It's good to see your face. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, so this is the thing that, like, this guy obviously doesn't know me at all because uh, I was drunk for 15 years, so shame is an emotion that I'm very comfortable with, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, I think that most of the people who know me know that. And third... I will do just about anything for <clears throat> free content. So I, I'm pretty sure if he sent me that, I would just make it into a video and like share it with our patrons or something. Were you yeah, you've doing a, a spam email. I'm sorry. Oh, did you yeah, not no, hear no, the? Absolute, say it one more time. No, I just heard you read through that, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a spam email where this. I mean, this guy had my password. And had my email address, and I. But then we're like at the trim talking about it, and I'm talking about it, and one of the guys there goes, "Yeah, that happened to my friend, a friend of mine. He told him to go fuck himself, and the guy sent the video to every like everybody at work, and the guy ended up losing his job. Jake Fairley <laughs> told me, Jake Fairley told me today what? that it happened to someone that he knows, and he was just like, he was like, okay, show me the video, and the guy sent him the video. But then he didn't do anything about it, and it didn't get sent to all his colleagues or whatever. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like they send it out to a million people, and then like a hundred of those people give them nineteen hundred dollars. So it's just a, yeah. it's just, it's just a random video of you doing whatever. It's a video of me jerking off to really good porn. 
I mean, presumably. That's the Are other you thing. afraid that other people will find out that you have really good taste? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That's the thing. Is It's like, I would be I worried. You nailed it. I think you nailed it right Dude, there. <laughs> I would be worried if I was into really weird, freaky shit. But it was like, I mean, I know what I look at. And that's the other thing, too. It would have been a really short video. Like, people would have been like, people would have watched it and then been like, oh, it's already over. It was like 15 seconds long. You know, and How watched- far does that, like, that threat go in 2020? You know what I mean? Like, I have... Proof that you look at porn on the internet. <laughs> this could destroy my reputation. <laughs> yeah, I mean? like I don't. I don't. Or you're like, who? Who does it? You know what I mean? I don't know. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, everybody on the planet's looking at porn right now. Um, Pornhub yeah. just gave away free subscriptions to their premium service to everybody in Italy. I'm not too concerned about it. Yeah, and, more than ever, it's a thing. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you got you got too much time on your hands. You got to fill it with something. Hey, oh, <laughs> hey, uh, Reed, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, I, uh, as you know, I live in New York City, and uh, everyone's um, freaking out and calling me and wondering how I'm doing during right. this whole time. But uh, it's uh, we're okay, and it's it's just as weird here as anywhere else, in my right. opinion. You guys just yeah. have a greater volume of people in New York. Yeah, I, the, I think the politicians and the news media are freaking out more because of the um, structure of New York. It's so unique compared to anywhere else in the country. There's a higher concentration of, of people here than there is anywhere else in the country. Right. So, yeah, the, the panic and the level of like what could happen, I think, is sending people through the roof. But uh, as far as like deaths in in terms of ratio to how many people we have here on every square inch like um i think we're okay <laughs> you know yeah i mean you guys are just stacked on top of each other there so it's like really freaking people out and it's you know it's it's yeah. like it's it's like one it's like one of the great hot spots on the planet right now so people are kind of just paying extra attention to it right yeah and it's i mean it's like any major city um that's crowded it's dirty and like disease spreads quickly so when a disease that can spread quickly hits a city like this i mean we have to take crazy precautions but i mean it's the same precautions they're taking anywhere else and i'm actually really surprised that um people in new york were so well behaved and and immediately like fell in line and stayed in their house i mean we don't really have like we're not really known for like comfortable living quarters in New York, so right. like, it's not very it's, it's surprising. Yeah, surprising to me like how many people were like, oh yeah, no problem, I'll stay in my you know shoebox, you know, and right. uh, with my ten relatives, you know, <laughs> like, it's, right, it's, dude, with my fifteen uh, roommates in a fucking studio apartment, you know. Yeah, and it, it's, I mean. So it's it's fine. Yeah, it's a long answer, but I'm okay. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I, I mean, it's good, dude. I, I'm really curious what it's like, like on the street level out there in New York. Like, how are people acting just in your community, like locally? Um, so I live like at the top of Manhattan, and it's it's like a Spanish neighborhood where I live. It's all like Dominican and Puerto Rican. It's right near the Bronx, Yankee Stadium. So my neighborhood's like you know, like the joke in New York is like Spanish neighborhoods, like everyone is outside and inside at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, they got like, you know, like 
the whole family's like dancing like in the apartment and then down the stairs and then out to the grocery store you know like you know, or like you know they watch tv in the windowsill so it's outside and inside at the same time it's like um so i was worried that our neighborhood would have a hard time like shutting down but um it's pretty like well behaved you know like nobody's robbing each other i mean it's business as usual it's just quieter right Uh, brooklyn just completely left they all went back to their rich parents house and you know but we're okay up in uh uptown (laughs) yeah (laughs) man uh your friend aj walsh says hi says who aj walsh glad all is well reed good interview i don't know Friend of yours. Oh, okay. Hey, shout Does out he have to a video uh, of me watching porn. <laughs> everybody <laughs> has an interview, a video of everybody watching porn. See, I think that would be the great thing is if everybody who received that email had the courage to just say, "Yeah, show me the video," and we all collected our videos and then made a compilation out of it. Like, just made a music video that was like one second of like a hundred thousand people jerking off at the same time what if you just like i just had an idea what if you just <laughs> one up the the blackmailer like on the spot like if he's like i got a video of you jerking off and you'd be like do you because i've got one for you and you send him like <laughs> the best video of you jerking off ever and Dude, it like I'd... has like your driver's license number on it and your name and you're like what are you gonna do now dude i have and access to like, a production studio i could set up lights and like a nice camera dude, <laughs> you'd be like why would you use that low quality video here's a really well produced video dude like the 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 front facing camera i mean it only records at how many faps per second ethan how many faps per second does it record 15 faps per it's second a, it's pretty fitting that you're talking about a jerk off video and using a term is how many faps per second it's how many jacks per second yeah i don't, yeah. Know, I don't even know what faps are but they sound like this well well it's actually fps is frames per second how many flapjacks per, per second how many flapjacks can you eat per second <laughs> 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 oh fuck man like so so how are you um how are you affected in terms of of touring and performance and everything because obviously you guys aren't going to be playing any shows or doing any tours for the foreseeable future did you take a big hit on that i mean i i won't lie i'm definitely depressed uh because of all this you know i lost three jobs overnight um you know i'm a musician and i build my life around it and i sell records on the side it's kind of affected everything but my story is no different than anybody else's. But right. um, I, what I tell all my friends, I was like, the hardest thing to deal with with this whole quarantine is, is, is it's like a dream killer for me. Like the reason I can work shit jobs like day in and day out is because I can always be like, all right, I got a tour coming up, you know, or, oh, I'm going to take my girl out to the West Coast. We're going to take a trip or like, right, I'm going to hop on my motorcycle and split for two weeks and just work a bunch of crappy jobs and put money in the bank so I can do that. But this you know, not only does it doesn't allow you to work jobs so you can stack money, but you can't like plan the future because nobody knows what the fuck is going on and when it's going to end. So it's that's like right. the hardest like waiting game, like kind of anxious depression that's floating around. But um, there's I like mean, that platitude that like like everyone needs someone to love, something to do, and something to look forward to, and it's like uh, people yeah. can't be around the people they love. 
people can't do the things that they love to do and people can't make any plans for something to look forward to so like anything like the three big things that that promote well-being in your life are just completely cut away you know what i mean and we're very privileged where we live obviously but it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that it fucking sucks and it's it's miserable that we have to shut we just have to shut that off and wait it out you know with yeah just living with speculation at this point i feel yeah it's i don't know it's uh, like i'm worried about a lot of stuff because you know, it's it's hard not to panic for the obvious reasons because of health and how people are going to get along and how the economy is going to survive. Um, but I, I worry that, like, once things come back together and, you know, like if next week they're like, all right, lights are back on, go back to work. You know, a lot of people aren't going to go out and be able to just, like, spend money right away. A lot of businesses won't be back open. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people will be scared to go to concerts because there's big groups. You know what I mean? It, it's going to be like a slow transition out of it. Right. I mean, I'm sure there will be plenty of like foolish people that will be like ready to jump into the pool fucking butt ass naked. But like it's <laughs> it's it's just like. Let's it, jump in the just, pool butt ass naked, man. Come on. Freedom. I mean, sounds fun. But, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I worry about the trickle effect of it. Um, you know, it's frustrating to me being like a low level artist and like we all are, um, in this chat. I, I just, you know, it, it, people are like, Oh, this is the time to rebuild how we do live music or selling records or seeing shows or being a community. It's, uh, I don't, I don't know the verdict's still out on like how it's going to rebuild and bring back, you know, things together. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm worried, but I'm trying to stay positive. I'm thankful to be healthy, you know? I hope it creates a vacuum where, like, when we do start playing shows again, people are just thrilled to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm really hoping for. And, like, I'm not the biggest baseball fan in the world, but I, like, because I can't go to a game, I've never wanted to go to a baseball game more in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? I, lo- and I wonder I, if I used I to go to, like, 25 Rockies games every summer. Really? <laughs> and I... Yeah, because it's cheap, and I love the Rockies, and I, I mean, I miss that team. in New York. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're our team. Do you go see the Rockies when they play in New York? They rarely do because it's not, it's not the same. Like I live right by Yankee Stadium, and it's expensive to go there. And they're out of, you know, they don't often play because of the the league differences. Right. But um, and the fact that the yeah. the, the the Rockies really, I mean, haven't been terribly great in a terribly long time yeah. but they're our team god damn it last time we were i remember the yankees played the rockies one summer in denver a couple years ago when i still live there i went and saw the thing and they had a huge banner over blake street and it said come see the yankees and then in small print it said play the Rockies." and i was like, <laughs> like come you know see how- the yankees play the rockies <laughs> I was so upset about that. Like, and I went, I bought like a ticket. I think it was three games in a weekend. I I, like took off work. I bought tickets. Me and my buddy, uh, uh, Scotty Helderado, Scotty went to all the games and like, he's got like tattoos all over his face. He looks like a maniac. So he's the best to go to baseball games. (laughs) Right, right, right. And like, and we were, uh, we went out and like, you know, this and, and the change of Denver and stuff. If you go to a sports game for like any other team, like, and you're like a hometown fan, you're like by yourself, unless it's like the Broncos or something. But right. if you go to like 
Rockies game with like purple and black on and like a Rockies shirt. It'll be like, and you go try to see the Cubs. Get the fuck out of here! Like, you know, you'll be the only Rockies fan <laughs> in their hometown. Same. So you can imagine how it was with the fucking Yankees because they're like a, a fucking corporate brand of baseball. They're so like going and go- patting you on the head and being like, "That's cute." You're just yeah, standing. Yeah. You're standing at the at the intersection of insult and injury, right there. I mean, oh, like yeah. that's yeah. that's that's where you're at. Wow. Yeah. I I went to that this series of games, and I, I I don't have a good memory, but I do remember like my shit talking skills were like off the chain at this game, <laughs> and I was sitting nosebleed, and it was Scotty and I, and we were surrounded by an like the whole top deck was Yankees fans. We were the only. It was me and one other like white haired old like dude from Brighton that had that had purple on, and we were just like yeah, go Rockies, and the Rockies. Had a terrible season, but killed the Yankees. They beat them fourteen to one the first game, oh, really? and we were just like getting hammered and like losing. I mean, we were just like we were like we don't negotiate with tourists. We don't negotiate with tourists. <laughs> like, like this was, we don't this negotiate was like, with tourists. We were. I, I was saying like horrendous, like dark things to just strangers, like. Like we would hit like a like a two run like RBI or whatever, and we'd score, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, are you sad about that?" Like, you know, like, like how are you gonna do when, at the mile high level? And he's just like, "Fuck you, man. New York rules." I was like, "Oh yeah, how'd you do during 11 Then I was like, "Oh wait, oh, ouch, ouch, whatever, man. I'm from a small town. I don't have anything cool to be proud of. I like my baseball. Give me a break." Dude, we had a dude. That's that's a, a, another like a thing that happens out here, and I'm sure you noticed it at that game. Is like Denver is one of the few markets, one of the few towns where transplants and tourists feel completely comfortable shaming you about what you're into, like like about your team. Like I went and saw the Avs play the Flyers, and I have never met a more rude, classless, obnoxious group of people and because people from denver are so like g shucks and polite like we got bullied in our own fucking like home it's, arena yeah yeah dude these you know Phillies, it's funny oh they were awful go ahead go ahead so if you now that i live on the east coast if you take people from the east coast like that normally like here are pretty well behaved and they're not rude and they're not they're not the walking stereotype you think they are. Right. If you take them out of here, they're immediately like, I'm a, I'm a fuck of New York. You know what I mean? And you're like, and you're like, like, no, you're not, dude. You know what I mean? Like in New York, like we think you're an idiot. Like, it, 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 I don't know. And it's a, it just, they just turn it right back on. It's hilarious. Yeah. You know how many people, like I would go to like Rockies Cubs games and like, like, you know, the new capital of the Midwest is Denver. Like we are the new capital, of Illinois, Denver. You ever heard that joke? Like, no. <laughs> cause everybody from Chicago moves to Denver. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For real. So you would, you would meet these people at like Cubs games and they were just like, yeah, I'm from downtown Chicago. And you're like, Oh, where are you? From? I'm like, no, you're not. You're from Evanston. They'd be like, yo man, don't tell anybody that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's Denver, Denver is this, I, I feel like I'm, um, going on too many tangents here but uh, denver has like it, this unique identity because it doesn't really have one like people are just pretty friendly and laid back so you get a lot of people that are leaving their hometowns for a search of a new identity and then they bring this like weird like 
like hyper stereotype of what they think they're supposed to be. And it's kind of silly, like when everyone should just agree that like they're in their own island and they can make whatever they want. Well, but, you know, that's just my sense. What do you think, Gordo? <laughs> well, I, I think you're absolutely right. That's what I think. <laughs> I, think I think you're absolutely right. I think that our identity is transience. You know, I think that because I think it has something to do with this being such a major train hub for so long in the infancy of of the formation of like Denver and Auraria, like the twin the 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 queen cities of the plain, like the twin queen cities of the plain or whatever they were. Like I think that I think that that's just kind of built into us that there's always been people coming here from other places. A lot yeah, the like the thing that strikes me about this whole thing is that there's always been this argument about natives versus transplants. This has been going on for like centuries. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, that tells me that it's a transitory place. I came from a transitory place and moved here from a for a place like that, you know? Right. Yeah. So in 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 hindsight, the the western half of the U.S. is still so young. You know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, we're all still trying to figure it out and get along with each other. You know. Right, right, right. I do like I like the uh, the joke about how Denver is full of people who just looked at the mountains and said, "Nah, let's just build a football <laughs> stadium right here and call it a fucking day." <laughs> like we, we were the people who only had like a little bit of the pioneer spirit you know we were like i'm not yeah. climbing mountains man no thank you Dude, can you imagine like walking through nebraska and you're like i'm thinking it's pretty flat from here to california <laughs> 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 and then you're like what the fuck is that yeah. it's a whole wall it doesn't stop no. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck well, hey, it's man. It's just all the people that, uh, you know, went up and then came back down. <laughs> they were like, no. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, okay. yeah. No, well, don't go up there. Back. It's terrible. Yeah, don't it's go terrible. up there, guys. Don't go up there. It's fine. <laughs> just, just stay down here. Well, Reed, yeah. I really I really wanted to check on you, man, and, and see how things are going out there because I know, I know you're, uh, and I, like, hesitate to use this term, but you're at ground zero for the U.S. at least, and 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 it's the spot where a lot of stuff's going on and i'm glad to hear that what we're hearing in the media is like you're experiencing a lot of the same stuff the rest of the world is is experiencing there's just a lot more of you guys because of the the population density and and uh man we're thinking of you and um yeah glad to know that you're safe over there yeah man thanks and i and i hope you get to come out and um and see us soon and and i hope this thing wraps up as quickly as it possibly can and we can actually have you on the show properly here soon well, i appreciate it man i've become a big fan since i've uh uh since y'all had me on the first time i've been like i never really listen to podcasts now i listen to like all of y'all's i know all the jokes and everything and the sponsors and all. yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great no, I really enjoy it. I think it's interesting. I think it's cool that you're, like you said, like kind of documenting what's uh, going on out there. And, um, you know, with all my old friends, I love hearing what people have to say. Um, but, yeah, thanks for checking in. Um, of course. People in New York are all right. I mean, if it, 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 everyone kind of needs to take a step back and stop watching so much of the news and the media. Right. Just call your friends and see how they're doing rather than, you know, like bodies aren't piling up in the street in New York. Like we're okay. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, everyone's going to get through this as much as uh, we want to so well that that's the thing is this the whole planet right like like all seven billion eight billion people on the planet between seven and eight billion people on the planet like 
it's all just a series of networks within networks. You know, it's all just people connected to people connected to people. And if we just do our due diligence and take care of the people that that are within our circle, that are within our sphere of influence, and, and we're checking up on each other and staying informed at the same time, you know, we're all going to get through this. And um, and it's sounding like it's going to stretch out longer than I think anybody really wants it to. But, um, you know, human beings have gotten through far worse. And we will get through far worse than this, you know. And yeah, um, and yeah well, just man. remember, it's, it's Nebraska's fault. The longer this, the longer this goes on, it's Nebraska's fault. I, yeah. I heard. I heard Nebraska is like refusing to uh, to give a shelter in place order. Is that still going on, or have they finally broken on that? I don't know. I try not to watch the news for the past like forty eight hours. Well, you know, you know what's you know what I've I've found has been has been good is is I just Twitter has set up a, a feed specifically for COVID news, and that's a good place to check out headlines from a bunch of different sources to see the numbers from a bunch of different sources to see kind of what the big talking points are and then let it go, you know, like instead of spending all the time, like watching, I mean, they've got a lot of time to fill with segments on the actual uh, legacy media outlets and they're going to fill it with whatever stories are going to keep people hooked in. So. All I'm going to say is I've got money on Fauci staying in until May 1st, so that fucker better stay in until May 1st. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I would I, – I mean, Fauci wants to keep it going for way, 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 way longer than the White House does. And so it seems like he's in a bit of a wrestling match with so, – So, Reed, do you think he'll still be in here on, on May 1st? What do you think? What do you think about Who's, Fauci? What, what do you, what do you I, think? What do you think? I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm sorry. Okay. So Fauci is the, uh, he's basically the point guy for this whole uh, outbreak phenomenon. He's the COVID-19 the task force. Like he's the lead. COVID. Exactly. And he's been, he's been with this same organization, uh, what, through like four presidencies now, I guess. Something like that. Yeah. But, Is he like the head of the CDC? No, no, no. He he doesn't oh. have anything to do with the CDC. He's more of a he's more of actually a research doctor. But but he's kind of the front man for uh the response to this thing and he's the, he's the science guy that you see get up to the right. podium Trump. And uh so there's all these bets on whether he'll, you know, will he still be, you know, Working with the organization, will he still be working with the with the administration? Will he still have a job by May first? And I actually have money on it, and I'm and I man, I, I'm thinking he's going to stick that stick in there. Oh, you actually went on, you went on. Um, what's it called? Uh, Predicted Predicted.org. Right, I mean, it's I like the stock market for politics. It's not so like a mint. It's like five dollars. <laughs> so so people it. are seriously betting on whether or not he's still going to be have a job on May first. Yeah, if I don't you, know, if man. You want to see what peak cynicism looks like? Go to predicted.org. It's all there. <laughs> no, it's so sad. It's all there. It's really sad. It's, hey, I got to get Dave on the call, but um, Reed, thank you so oh. much for getting on and talking with us, man. Uh, I really appreciate the hell out of you. And uh, if you get bored and you want to jump on an episode while this thing is going on, we'll make it happen, man. You just let me know. Okay, thanks. Yeah, keep up the good work, guys. 
Yeah, yeah man. Appreciate you. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon, Reed. Bye. See you, man. Later, man. All right, let's let's get let's get Dave Sanchez on the call and get his audio dialed in. Hey, everybody! Thanks for watching. If you're just joining us here on the motherfucking podcast, we're doing um, we're doing check-ins with some of your favorite guests that we've had on the show so far. Uh, we had our buddy Jay Party Lord on here. Drew a, did a live drawing while we were hanging out. I had a feeling he was doing something too. Yeah, I could tell he was up to something over there. I could hear the squeaking, like eh, 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 eh. I could hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, yeah, man, that that was really cool. And we just had our buddy Reed Brumner from uh, Overdose and Speed Wolf and uh, man, uh, Splattered Records and a bunch of other cool stuff. He's a He's a man about town, and he gave us kind of the uh, the, the 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 quick rundown of, of what the situation's looking like out there in New York. Uh, Can I make an announcement real quick? Yeah, please do make an announcement. Just make an announcement. Uh, just today, I released the first episode of my uh, podcast. Oh, you did! And yeah, and uh, it was it's uh, it's got uh, Randall Conrad Olinger, and we uh, we do you know. Kind of a kind of a check in, kind of like what we're doing today here. We we talked about records though. We talked mostly about records. That's really cool, man. But that's yeah. Where can we so find it? What's it called? Know, it's called Gordapotic. It's called Gordapotic. Uh, okay. And you can find that uh, on the Gordaphonic Records Facebook page um, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Just Very just a couple cool. of guys chatting for a couple hours about some of their favorite records. No big deal. Yeah, check out Gordo's podcast. If you love Gordo from the motherfucking podcast, you might from, like to see him yeah. break off and, and do his own thing without being interrupted by me every three and a half seconds. Of the MF podcast fame, I should say. <laughs> hey, uh, I think we've got our, our next guest on the line. Uh, Dave, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. Hold on. Let's oh, get hello. your... Uh, let's, I think it might automatically come on, isn't it? Hey, uh, Dave, we're going to get your audio dialed in here real quick. Um, <clears throat> All right, sounds good. Yeah, we got to do it one by one here. So, sure. Uh, Ed, can you turn your video on as well? I thought it was on here. Let me see if this works. Hold on. Sorry about that. You just got to hit the little camera icon. It should be in like one of the lower corners or something like that. The audio's dialed in, though. Oh, it should be. Like, he should, he should have the signal. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. Gordo, uh, you've said you've been keeping really busy. Yeah. Tell me, tell me a little bit about what's been going on since you uh, you started getting real busy. Like, what have you been producing in the meantime? Well, ironically, you know, like I've talked about before, like uh, I started working on, like, actually finishing a lot of projects that were kind of slow to get, to get done um, when this thing started, and then as we got into it, I started actually getting work, which was kind of weird because, like, I usually have to scramble to find work. And um, thanks to my buddy Josh Finley, I, I found some work. So I've been researching how to. Hey, what's <laughs> happening, man? Howdy. Uh, but just uh, yeah, just real quick, uh, just been uh, trying to research how best to uh, uh, execute the task of editing video in a very uh, detailed way. So, so I'm kind of getting into that and figuring out how to do that for the for this project that we're working on. Well, so, very cool, man. That's yeah, great. and uh, on top of everything else, and on top of the you know this podcast and my podcast now, and then uh, the musical stuff, you know, getting That's into great, some man. streaming stuff. So, yeah, what's up, Dave? 
Hey, everybody, please welcome to the show our good friend from the world-famous thrash metal sensations, Havoc. Please welcome David Sanchez to the program. How you doing, my man? What's up? Oh, all right. How you guys doing? Good, dude. We're hanging in, you know. We're we're trying to keep the podcast going. We haven't missed a week since since the social distancing stuff has come up, and we're pretty happy about that. So thanks for jumping uh, on and having a convo with us, man. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that you guys are keeping it going. This would be the ultimate time to uh, make sure that that keeps happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so um, sure. tell me, tell me right out the gate, kind of how you've been affected by everything going on. Especially, I know you had a. Uh, you had some pretty major tours and festivals get canceled, didn't you? Yeah, we've had to cancel a couple tours already, and uh, we're supposed to go to Europe in late July till the middle of August, but I'm not sure that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're playing the waiting game just like everybody else right now. The thing that's so you know shitty is like the, the potentials of what may happen. There's so much uncertainty. Nobody knows exactly how this is all going to pan out, but... Right. It's, um, you know, I'm not holding my breath, but I hope that touring gets back to normal soon. But, uh, you know, like I said, there's so much uncertainty. It's impossible to say. The really hard thing, and I I talked to our label rep the other day, and and he was saying he was talking fall 2021 before we could even think about getting on anything. And I'm I'm sure it's different. Uh, for you guys, because you have stuff that'll probably just get postponed since it was already booked. But since they book everything pretty much a year in advance, you know, they're at least in Germany, um, because they are such a culturally, uh, since they are such a, a socially tight culture, um, they're really getting out in front of this and, and being kind of conservative with their numbers and just pulling in everything real tight and and it just looks like everything's pretty much off the table for the foreseeable future yeah that's a uh, really scary to think about and uh one thing that's crossed my mind i mean i don't know that this is going to happen but it's definitely crossed my mind that maybe touring never comes back oh, it, it's oh my it's God. not it's not unthinkable no it's not unthinkable you know the industry the industry could suffer such that the infrastructure totally collapses and they yeah, have to come up with something new close yeah, yeah venues, venues closing close, maybe bands break up maybe uh, managers and booking agents and promoters stop doing that because it's not a viable way to make a living anymore like right this is a, this, this is all stuff that's completely possible i'm not saying it's going to happen but it's not unthinkable at this point right no, it's definitely not unthinkable. And, I mean, it. depending on how long this goes on, I mean, it, it's already going to change all industries as we know it. I mean, it's going to change society as we know it. It already has changed society as we know it almost overnight. But, um, you know, if if labels go under or venues go under or bands go under just from inactivity, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. And also if the people are spooked enough that they lose interest in going out to shows, you know, that's a big, that's a big reason. I I think that this may happen. Like you may get to a point where, yeah, you could go on tour, but people will be afraid to go out and be in a venue with 500 sweaty, tight knit people. Right. 
Right. So I don't know. I, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. But at this point, uh, anything seems possible. And I've read 1984. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of why I wanted to get you on the show, because because I know uh, I know your mind goes to some some out there places and situations like this. And I kind of wanted to hear hear your thoughts on it. And you you have not you have not disappointed thus far. Um, so, t- I mean, tell me a little bit of kind of what your predictions are for the next year and a half as far as what happens what happens in the industry well i don't really have any predictions that i'm dead set on because there's so much uh to to find out what's going to happen um i'm basically at a point where i can see all a lot of different possibilities of where things may go i'm not married to any of the ideas but but you're dating I, I, around. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing. I'm playing the idea field. <laughs> playing the minefield of ideas. That's no. right. Yeah, there, there's so many different ways this this could go down. Maybe this is the catalyst for uh, you know the the end of the Federal Reserve and the end of taxes as we know it, and a complete overhaul of uh, our economy that gets us back on the gold standard, and we start making stuff in America again. Everyone gets back to work. Or maybe this is uh, the complete opposite, and this is going to be used as like the the catalyst to start the new world order and create a one world government with one monetary system for the whole planet, and you know schmeckles or whatever. Like everybody, yeah, gets- man. It's hard to say, but like I could see either one of those things happening. I could see uh, the beginning of world peace. I could see World War Three happening. I don't know what's what's going to happen, but one thing is very clear at this point, and that is that our normal way of life and our civil liberties are definitely hanging in the balance of whatever happens next. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's that's a terrifying thing. I I also the the the, the you know the the two wolves that I'm feeding my terror and paranoia being one wolf. And my optimism yeah. being the other wolf, I'm trying to feed the one that I want to see grow to be the biggest and strongest. And the the optimistic side of me is hoping that what happens is by watching governments fumble and drop the ball and by seeing what we can really live without and by seeing, you know, in in real time, these illusions of a functioning society kind of dropping down and taking a peek behind the curtain um maybe as a society as a global society as a global community um you know we'll not we'll stop being as willing to take shit from uh corporate interests and 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 rich people who don't have our best interests at heart well one would hope yeah, yeah that's definitely the dream and uh, something that I see as a possibility here. That, that is a possible outcome. There's millions of people talking about um, the great awakening happening. And right. whether or not that uh, you get into the specifics of what exactly that means um, to people, I, I think we are in the midst of uh, some sort of a great awakening. People are seeming to wake up to a lot of uh, bullshit and corruption in the in the way of our government and our banking institutions and corporations and just how the whole system is rigged. And uh, 
that that's a good thing. I mean, hopefully people are sitting at home, all these people that say they're bored. Um, maybe huh. they can go online and start um, doing some research. Uh, from what I understand, Google is massively uncensored at the moment. Right. Uh, somebody's gone in there and taken down a lot of the censorship. I find that very interesting that, um, you know, it, it, the Internet has kind of been unlocked and people can go and do some research for yourself. Um, people watching and listening to this, you, you can go home and do some research for yourself and, you know, learn some things about what's really going on here. There's a lot of things that they don't teach you in school that I find to be very important uh pieces of history and and uh, explanations for how we got to the world that we're living in. Uh, there's a lot of, you, you got to think, with the Department of Education, they're in charge of all the stuff that kids learn. So really, everything that you learn in school is government-sanctioned information. Right. None of it is stuff that the government doesn't want you to know. They don't teach you about Operation Mockingbird or Operation Northwoods or the creation or of the Federal clip. Reserve, Operation Paperclip. How uh, the the government w- was found guilty in a a trial the, that the the CIA and local government local police uh, ha- had something to do with Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination. Right, they, they tried to suicide him. That's been that's been established that they tr- they it, tried to it's suicide. It's a fact. Him. It's not a conspiracy theory. Mm. His family won a civil suit against the CIA and right. the local police there the fbi Um, i think these are are things yeah these are things they don't want you to know in school and right now is a perfect opportunity if you're bored and you want to have your mind blown go look into some of this shit go look up operation paperclip operation mockingbird operation northwoods the creation of the federal reserve um there's there's a lot of shit that that's adding up to um the the collective consciousness i think is, is becoming expanded about a lot of these things and hopefully it can, continues to happen because let's be real the people that are running the show versus regular people they're outnumbered millions to one. Oh, absolutely so if, if enough people are in tune to what's really going on and wake up to some of this stuff and get on the same page and stop playing identity politics and hating other people just because they don't see eye to eye with you on abortion and dumb shit like that not that it's not a, an issue to be discussed but we have a lot more in common with our fellow But it's not an issue to have. kill each other over, and it's not an issue to fucking tear the fabric of our society apart over. Like, right Correct. now, we're all trying to we're, we're survive. All, we're, all, we're not just wedge, you know, wedge demographics. We're, we're, we're individuals, you know? Right. We're individuals, but we, we uh, are on the same team about more things than we're not. Right. Absolutely. We've got way more in common us. than we don't. Yeah. That's for sure. And we're starting to see that a lot because people exactly. globally are having the same. The people in Kenya and the people in Germany and the people in the United States and the people in the UK, like we're all having generally the same experience. But what we're not, what isn't universal is the way the various governments are handling it. And, uh, you know, I've been, I've touched base with a few of my friends who have expressed genuine concern for their American friends. Like my friend in Belgium, Jan, he was like, I'm worried sick about my American friends because we have universal basic income during this and we have socialized health insurance. It makes sense to be worried about us. Yeah. I (laughs) talked to my friend in Finland. He said they canceled mortgages for a year in Finland. 
Like nobody has to pay a mortgage for a year. So like, and we're all connected on the internet. So we're all talking to each other and we're all checking in during this. And we're getting a consensus as to like what we're willing to accept and what we are no longer willing to accept. And, um, and I think, I think that's, I think that's going to shake shit up. And sometimes, sometimes progress is a very slow upward spiral. And sometimes it changes in leaps and bounds, you know, it's that, that law of thermodynamics. Like, I feel like we are the, the system in the, in the physical sense, the system that we are living in, the open system that we are living in is, is spinning into chaos and is reaching a bifurcation point. And, and if all goes well, we'll come out the other side and, and reorganize at this higher, more functional rate. I would love to see that happen. Um, it's it's obviously not looking so good just from reading history and seeing what's happened in this country in the last 150 years. Um, I've, I've been saying this for a, a long time, and, and I, I'm afraid that I'm correct. But I've been saying that for years that, uh, you know, the Civil War happened like well, 110 year, uh, 160 years ago or something like that. And then World War Two or World War One only happened about fifty years after that ended. And then w- between World War One and World War Two, you've only got like twenty years. At this point, it's been about seventy-five years since World War Two ended. I right. think we're long overdue for some major shit to happen, especially in this country. I think in our lifetime, it's very likely. I'm not saying you know that I can promise it, but I think it's likely that we'll see in our lifetime uh, a civil war another revolution or world war 3 or well, maybe on, on a long enough tide line, on a long enough timeline it's inevitable yeah and and you know I, I, we're still relatively young i think it's entirely likely that it'll happen in our lifetime look at how much stuff is evolving so quickly right now hopefully things keep evolving and unraveling in a good way that would be amazing we would all love to see that but uh, well, hopefully it remains. Know, it, hopefully it remains a culture war. What's that? Hopefully it's it's more of a culture war and not a war of of guns and 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 tanks and and missiles and things like that. Well, you know, hopefully, hopefully this whole thing just make makes the willingness to open your eyes and like actually look at things from a different point of view. Maybe that flexibility will you know occur. I don't know. Like there's still a lot of people out there that are very inflexible. Well, but what what, what you were saying about the seventy five year thing? Uh, what was it? Eric Weinstein was calling it uh, the Great Nap. You know, he was saying like yeah. we we basically just we're waking up from a Great Nap where things haven't happened for like three generations. Yes. You know, we haven't had to deal with with something on this level in like three generations, and and now it's it's about to turn the tide tide in some very. Um, very uh like we are standing before the abyss right now and it is dizzying for sure yeah humanity's on a a teetering point right now where we could either make stuff go really good and get very positive or it could go really south and get really bad we're we're right on the cusp where we can either soar and do amazing stuff or it, it can all collapse and we devolve into the stone age we're, we're yeah. at a very critical time where it is possible for us to make it better. We have the wits and the technology and the know-how and the numbers. Um, it's just a matter of education. There, there is no uh, 
there's no good side to uh, to a tyrannical entity when people are educated. Um, the the key to to freedom is education. The key to ke- keeping people down and slaves is ignorance. Right. So the more people keep waking up and learning things and talk about shit that actually matters and not the Kardashians and what's going on with basketball, but talking about real shit that's really affecting us in a big way and, and might be the uh, the taking back of our society into the hands of regular people or it might be our collapse. Let's start talking about that kind of shit and opening eyes and opening minds because that can make a huge difference and we're – we're on a slippery slope right now where it could go one of two ways. And it's all uh, a question of which way do you want it to go? Do you want to fucking bend over and, and kiss government feet? Or do you want the government to work for you the way it's supposed to? Right. Well, you, you, you said something about education earlier, too. And this is this reminded me of another point that's um, that's pretty interesting is it's it's upsetting the education system in that people have been having to homeschool their children and what we're finding out is that the actual learning of information part takes about 90 minutes. Like it's about right. 90 minutes of learning a day that these kids are doing with their homework on their, you know, their Chromebooks and whatnot. Like they're doing their lesson plans and the actual homework and study part of it is only taking 90 minutes, which means that seven to eight hours in a school day is mostly just babysitting and warehousing children and you know uh obviously the social aspect but it's it could change the way that we optimize our education system going forward and our grandkids our kids and our grandkids could end up being so well educated and so well read and education could end up becoming this 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 pervasive thing that that just is like beyond our reach you know what i mean like our children and grandchildren could end up being so well educated that we can scarcely communicate my wife's an educator and seeing how they've adapted to this thing just like instantly is pretty fucking amazing yeah like just seeing how they're dealing with all this stuff and they're communicating with their students and all that stuff it's pretty fucking amazing like they were able to just kind of turn on a dime and just switch their whole paradigm over to you know internet based learning basically yeah you know and i know and you're it's, you're it's pretty well to, go ahead go a ahead. lot of structures are being revealed yeah i was just gonna say it's not just uh with schooling but you know business wise too you got people that normally you know fly from la over to new york city to have a face-to-face meeting with someone or a few people and not now all of a sudden they're using zoom or skype or facetime or whatever and getting the 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 meeting done without being in the physical room without uh putting out the emissions without spending the money without uh you know getting on an airplane taking an uber going through security doing all this stuff they can get their stuff done and it's because we have technology technology can be a good thing for us it could be a very bad thing for us it all depends on how you utilize it um the, the the social aspect that you're talking about of school and kids getting to congregate and hang out with one another i think is very important but um as far as what they get what they learn and how quickly it happens like uh, we're yeah like you said we're, we're finding out that it can be done in a fraction of the time and uh 
and more these optimally. Are, and like and like kids can take. Like, if you fall behind in a traditional education system, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, I fell behind. I fell behind in math. You know what I mean? If you fall behind in math, like, you can can remediate math, but in the public school system, they don't have time to remediate it and catch you up. You know? Right. 25 other kids in your class. Right. So you fall behind, you're fucked. If... What they're seeing now is it's like because they can do it in less time, they're going to be able to teach kids at a pace that works for the specific individual kid. And we're not going to see as many, quote unquote, high risk kids or learning disabled kids because we're going to be focusing on how they learn, not how terrible they are at learning. It's created more individualized attention. Absolutely. Because we're individuals. You know, we I mean we are we are a species of animals, but there is necessarily variety within our species in order to uh improve our chances of being able to thrive and proliferate, you know. We're individuals. Yeah. A good next step would be to uh, eliminate the Department of Education. We didn't have a Department of Education until the 1950s. And we really? were do just fine. And then when uh you know I'm not a huge Donald Trump supporter. I like some things he does. I don't like some things he does. But one thing that he's mentioned is he wants to dissolve the Department of Education and merge it with the Department of Labor. That used to be the case from the 1950s up until the 1970s. It was this, you know, merged Hmm. um, with health and human services. And that's no longer the case. And when he talks about wanting to get rid of the Department of Education, everyone freaks the fuck out. Like, oh, my God, he wants everyone to be stupid. That's not necessarily true. I'm completely on board with that because what it means is the kids are no longer only getting a a little box to put their brain in. That's all government sanctioned information. Um, If you, you, you get rid of that, you start. I think the big reason that that doesn't exist is because then all of a sudden you get these kids that are learning things they want to learn about, things that spark their imagination, and all of a sudden you wind up with 10 million Elon Musks in this country. That right. would not be very good for the the plan. Right. Well, and then there's, yeah, there's... There's a lot of regulation that goes into what is taught in schools for sure. There's, I mean, that stuff is just very detailed. Right. You know? Well, and... and, and- I think you have a really good point about, you know, eliminating a lot of the oversight on that stuff. Like, well, and if we can, you know, when we, I learned that teachers ahead. didn't yeah. actually, like, they didn't actually choose what to teach, like, that blew my mind. You know, I don't know when I learned that it was a long time ago, but like, just figuring that out, I was like, whoa, what do you mean this stuff is mandated? Like, that's <laughs> crazy. That's, yes, that, no. that just, that just completely opened up my mind to like, okay, well, what have I been learning? And how have I been learning it? Right. It's all been chosen by a group of people and not right. like by the people that I that are in my community or whatever. I mean, it's a good point, man. It's yeah. a good fucking point. Well, hey, and and with that, um, I think we got to jump over and get uh, Bart and Jen McCrory on the phone. But Dave, I really appreciate you taking the time to jump on and talk with us. If you're into it, I'd love to have you on again and uh, we'll do a longer yeah. episode. Maybe with even just even just you just talking with us and, and hash some of this out. Cause I really, I know you give this stuff a lot of thought and I would love to hear more of your thoughts. There's, there's plenty more that I'd like to, to say about it. So uh, if you're into it in the coming weeks, I'd love to have you back on, man. Yeah, of course. Let's do it. Cool, man. Well, I wish you the best. 
I hope you're staying creative. I hope you're staying healthy. I hope that uh, I hope that you are living with the balance of of terror and optimism that all of us are, and <laughs> and, and and getting by. Uh, I love you lots, man, and I really appreciate you jumping on and talking with us. Yeah, Eat your vegetables. You Thanks a lot for uh, spending the time and having me on. Let's do it again for sure. I would love that. I'd love that, man. Thanks, right. man. Let's uh, let's dial in Bart and uh, get his audio, get him and Jen's audio dialed in. Let's see. Uh, oh wait, it's Sounds good. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Hi, Bart. Later, dude. We'll do. Thanks. Bye. Peace, John McCrory. Let's add him. For those of you just joining us. This is episode 102 of the motherfucking podcast. We are uh, checking in. With, I gotta take a uh, wicked piss. I'll be yeah, right back. Take, a, with take the most wicked piss you've ever taken. So we are. Uh, we're checking in with uh, McCracken. That's gonna be him. Yep. We're checking What's in up, with. Dude? Hey, buddy, how you doing? We're getting your. Uh, we're getting your audio and and video all dialed in. Um, and, all right. Uh, and catching people up, um, but yeah, we're checking in with some of your some of your favorite guests from previous episodes of the show and see how they're handling the pandemic. Um, Bart, can you change your view to um, uh, landscape view, real quick? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, if you're just uh, checking in, we uh, so far have talked to. Let's see, who all have we talked to? We just got off the phone with uh, Dave Sanchez from Havoc. We talked to uh, Reed Brumner from Overdose and Speedwolf. Uh, we, of course, talked to our good buddy Jay, motherfucking party lord, who drew a picture live on the podcast while we were talking. And uh, of course. yeah, of course he did. It was really great. Um, our next guest to the podcast for uh, for our all star check in is uh, two folks I've been wanting to have back on the show for a long time anyway so this is a perfect opportunity to check in and I have a bunch of stuff I want to talk to them about because they have been doing a great job of keeping people connected during all of this please welcome uh, my favorite power couple in town Bart and Jen McCrory. <laughs> <laughs> please welcome Bart and Jen McCrory to the show guys how's it going it's good to see your faces hey. man. I made it oh hey how are you guys hey. enjoying the quarantine? How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Uh, yeah, we're enjoying it as much as somebody can enjoy a quarantine, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess one of the first thing I want to ask you guys... Well, first thing I want to do is I want to commend you guys on everything you've been doing to keep people connected and engaged. Uh, Jen, obviously you're doing a ton with the uh, Colorado uh, Musicians page. Um, the Colorado Original Musicians page trying and and trying to um, subdue any of the flare-ups of insane conspiratorial arguing and politics and everything else that, that is going on. And then There's Bart, a lot of post <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And then Bart, uh, you started Riffbook, which is like an overnight sensation and one of our favorite things, dude. We, we've talked silly, about it. Man. The Dude, only we've talked TV about it like show. three times on the show, the man. It's like TV our favorite show. show. Nice. <laughs> Dude, my, I think my I've favorite... I've been the last couple of days. It's okay, dude. It's yeah. awesome. It's a great thing. It's taken on a life of its own anyway. Yeah, like, I'm, glad so that you threw, I'm glad that you throw the themes out 
But like, even if you didn't throw the themes out, people would stay engaged, man. And it's like, yeah, they have been. been I think my favorite thing. It's gone worldwide, Aaron. There's people from all over the world on that page. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, New Zealand, Uh, France. uh, Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, there's several. Yeah, it's such a great thing. I think my favorite thing about it is how encouraging everyone is. Yeah, that's been you know, it's you think it's going to be this like. You know, chest beating like 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 strutting peacock festival. Yeah, but it's all just people like like it's the the encouragement to participate is 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 just all over the place. It's just like built into the value structure of the page, and I know it's just a Facebook yeah. group, but it is like well, so much of, fun. That's one of the rules. It says be nice. Yeah. Yeah, because you know that musicians always follow rules. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I love, I love the one minute rule because like, I don't want to hear anybody play anything longer than a minute in that format anyway. The one and, minute uh, rule is the best part. Yeah, yeah. the minute rule is it rules. It's fucking fantastic. So, so, so for cool. people for people who don't know what Riffbook is, tell them a little bit about what it is. Okay, basically, uh, it's a group that I started, and uh, you get one minute to riff. You can play a kazoo. You can play piano, you can play guitar, bass, any instrument. I've had people on there singing. I've had people on there uh, rapping, whatever, you know. Um, But you get one minute or about a minute. If it goes too far over, I'll delete the post. (laughs) I love that rule. I love that rule. And, 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 I mean, you've even had people just like, Banging on barbecue grills and yeah. and you had a, a tambourine off. Oh at yeah, one half point. a teacher. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. tambourine <laughs> confrontation was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, we need more of that spirited competition <laughs> with goofy <laughs> instruments. I think next Absolutely. we should have a kazoo off. Honestly, see who can rule that instrument. Right. I think it's a great idea. And um, <laughs> you know, like, well, and I, uh, you know, I'm not much. I'm not much of a guitar player, so I would normally feel. I wouldn't normally feel comfortable participating in something like that, you know, but it's like, right, right. And, and it's like, but in this, the way you have it set up and just the way the, the whole mood and the vibe and the, the culture around it is, is it's just like, Hey man, it doesn't matter what, what level you're at, jump in, try something out and, you know, watch other people's videos and let's see what they got. And I've learned a lot and it is, it is given me, and it's given my bandmates a fun activity that yeah. stretches their brain, stretches their chops, you know. It's keeps fun, the- it's positive, it's supportive, it's everything yeah. you want in a everything crisis right like this. this <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. We, need, we need more chicks on there, though. Yeah, I've... Agreed. Absolutely. There's, there's like four. I've seen a few... And the ones that are on there participating are quite good, and they're having fun with it. But we could definitely use some more ladies, and because uh, there's a lot of talented ones out there that can show us what's up. Well, that might be a similar situation where they just they don't feel terribly comfortable with it. Yeah, you know what need, I mean. We need to fix that. Yeah. yeah, where's Rocky? Where's Rocky at? Dude, exactly. Where is Rocky? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen a few. Uh, I guess I should put out some lousy riffs. Yeah, um, Jen, you should do it. We did a song together. We did a little Agent Orange one-minute yeah. spot. We yeah, I missed the that. punk rock day. I'm going to have to come in with a late entry for, for the punk rock day. 
Yeah, a lot of people have been saying, oh, I missed Blues Day, so here's blues, you know. <laughs> it's not like it ends at the end of the day. It's like, exactly. jump in, there throw are no it rules. in. I just throw ideas out there and see what people come up with. It's been cool. One of my favorite ones was the TV themes. Yeah, yeah the TV themes is great. Yeah, that was that, great. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah Tony Tony Lee did his uh, did his mash um, with yeah. the looper pedal, and it was... Yeah, that was killer. It was so, so good, man. One of the other ones I want to do, and this is Kevin Disney's idea. He hit me up at like 2.45 in the morning. He goes, I haven't participated in your riff book yet, but I have a great idea. Songs that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. That's awesome. Do a song that you hate. So Just grit your teeth. Song they hate. Grit your teeth and play a song that you hate. I exactly. love that. Learn a song you hate. <laughs> I love that. So that's coming up. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, so I also wanted to ask you guys a bit about... You guys are both self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. How are you getting by? Like, how how is Let's life? Are you going crazy? Or, well, yeah, right? <laughs> but I mean, like, 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 how are you guys... How are you guys getting through this? What are some of your concerns? What are some of the day-to-day things that are going on? Talk to me about it. Oh, I mean, that's a pretty big question, Aaron. Uh, You know, I'm a self-employed hairstylist, so we're technically supposed to go back May 1st. I don't know that that's going to happen. So I'm just, um, I will not confirm or deny if I'm doing hair out of my house sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mystery. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. If the Department of Regulatory Agency is listening, I'm not. I'm not. Right, 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 right. (laughs) But um, they actually well, watch every episode of the podcast. Just so I'm you know. worried about that. It's their favorite show. <laughs> no, we're you know we're doing okay. You know we um we had taken a, a pretty big vacation right prior to this, and so the benefit for us was that our bills were actually paid ahead because we were taking that big vacation. So we um we were actually okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. but come May first, I'll be working at the grocery store or um, Amazon or something if things don't change. So gotta right. do what you gotta do. <laughs> you know, delivering pizzas. Yeah. Right. So it, as well, far as like a smile. <laughs> that's probably the safest thing to do is food delivery, honestly. I've been hearing yeah. I've been hearing stories about the um the walkouts at some of the, the places that are uh you know, they're pissed about unsafe work conditions, you know, grocery store workers and, and Amazon workers and things like that. I also heard something about Jeff Bezos was like essentially doing a GoFundMe for his his staff his staff and it's like Dude, you were like one of the richest people on the planet Earth. That's the most fucked up thing you could do as a yeah. a billion a multi billionaire. Right. I mean, it's not it's literally GoFundMe, but he did a, he did like a fundraiser for yeah, it, and it's just boo. like boo. Yeah. I don't yeah, know, man. It's been rough, you know, but we're getting by. We're doing fine, and really, like, we don't. I'm, you know, we're trying to be as careful as we can about having people in and out of the house, obviously, with the studio and things like that, but. You know, we're uh, we're doing what we have to do to get by. We're, yeah. we're doing awesome. Yeah, we're actually, it hasn't been that bad. Yeah, so, so part of it is great clients have been prepaying for sessions for me, for example. That's really cool. So I can't, uh, and it's services cool. as well. I can't thank them enough for that. You know, that's been amazing. Um, and I haven't asked. They've reached out to me. Hey, Bart, how are you doing, man? What's going on? I know uh, we're going to be coming in in September. Do you want me to throw you some cash as a deposit, you know? So that's been really cool. And fortunately, I've had some uh, video editing work and some other mixing and things like that. 
Boomer's playing us a riff right now. <laughs> One minute, Boomer. One minute only. Keep it to a minute. Awesome. Hey, you know, and that's that's I've I've been paying attention to you know you're really um you're really honing your uh, your video craft as well, like yeah, like trying. yeah. Um, have you, do you have you been feeling compelled to produce more content to draw attention to the studio? You know what? It's more about drawing attention to local bands that I like. Right. You know, for more than anything. I mean, I've been doing this long enough. Like all the bands that I'm recording or doing for live at the Crash Pad, I've been working with most of those people for a long time. Right. I've had a couple, of, a little bit of new blood in, and I will continue to get some new blood in. But um, I'm, it's more comfortable for me to do it with people I know, uh, for starters. You know what I mean? So, right. I had James Terry working with me for a while. He recently had to get a full-time job, so he had to back out. So now I'm doing all the editing and doing everything, really. So if you know anybody who wants to help me out. <laughs> hey, Gordo. Gordo, cool, I'm looking like, at your whole, direction. Yeah, right. The whole uh, last Messiah 4 uh, episode that we did was all us. Yeah, we filmed it ourselves. We did everything ourselves with the help of Anthony, though. Anthony came in and shot And that came out great. I thought so, too. (laughs) (laughs) Not too bad. Yeah, man. So, MF Ruckus, you guys still supposed to come in, and what was the date, May? Well, we were supposed to come in May 11th, and uh, Rose Tattoo postponed the tour. Yeah. Supposedly, that's going to be getting rescheduled to January, and, um, you know, Tony's not going to travel. So it's like, Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to have to postpone that, and, and, and it's just like... I mean, well, I, I, I do like that it's been getting people to I'm, I'm kind of used to dealing with hurdles in in any sort of creative endeavor. Oh, yeah. Sure. But man, there are a fuckload of hurdles getting thrown up right now, <laughs> man. And, and oh, yeah, you know, just everything so that we're we having. To, to camp. Maybe we need to have Granny Tweet take your guy's spot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we can do it. If we're still symptom free, we'll do it. Yeah, no. symptom free, and we can even postpone it a little bit further into May. All right. But, uh, you know, I haven't forgotten about you guys. Like yeah, to get right you on. Too. Yeah, I want to. I want to get Super on cool. for sure. Um, it, it, I mean, I don't even know when we're going to get to play again. Yeah, who knows? You know, I mean, we we renegade rehearse with uh, Masaivor if everybody's feeling good. Right. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like you know you mentioned the people who have been you know Jen paying ahead for yeah. appointments and and Bart paying ahead for studio time. I think it's really cool that in the absence of you know I know the wheels of the federal government turn very slowly. And I know the the wheels of the state governments and municipal governments turn very slowly, and I'm not just going to make a blanket statement that nobody cares and nobody's looking out for us, but it does for the time being that it seems like the people who are doing the most looking out for people family. Are, yeah. are us. We're looking out yeah. for each other. And yeah. and I think that's really cool that communities are coming together and just... Gordo, you made the joke about like... Um, 
the 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 Denver music scene is just passing around the same fifty bucks. <laughs> it's true, man. It's kind of like passing it around. You hold on to the fifty for a little while, okay? Let's hope none of those people have COVID, man. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just getting passed around on that fifty dollar bill, and it's coming back kind of like rolled up and and dirty and germy. But you know, we're getting it around and. And it's just—it's been a beautiful th- thing to see uh, people taking care of each other in their respective communities. Yeah. Man, it's been really great. I think it's important, and I and I think that those of us who, um, like, like I'm having clients prepay, so then I'm able to prepay, like my trainer, for instance, or go to a friend's restaurant or something right. like that. And you know, it is pay it forward. It's really important to do so. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've been seeing at the restaurant where I work, we've been seeing guests first of all yelp reviews have come to an end really (laughs) nobody is yelping shit every once in a while we get one when we like really screw up and i reach out to them (laughs) and i make it and i reach out to them and i make it right and i send them a gift certificate and they're always totally cool after that but no yelp no google reviews like almost almost zero negative feedback virtually zero negative feedback coming coming in it just like screeched to a halt Oh, and people good. people are expressing their appreciation they're tipping you know 25% on average you know and we're we're, we're we're working our asses off out there to keep people fed and and it's like people have really checked out of the entitled customer mind space and have really moved into this like you know hey the, the function of society is up to us at this point. I hope it sticks. Me too. I mean, it'll, yeah, it'll probably, yeah, it'll probably recede to a degree. You know, right. it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a, a temporary state in a lot of ways that I hope will elevate us to a higher stage in our, in our cultural and social evolution. I really am hopeful for that. I think, I think it'll, you know, it will recede back a little bit, but I, I think we'll see changes that 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 will be long standing. I really hope so. You know, well, I I'm think people are going to learn they can do with less. Absolutely. I've said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I absolutely yeah. agree. You know, and and people are really getting their priorities in order. You know, and going, uh, and and musically, just from a musician's perspective, I have really been thinking a lot about quality over quantity yeah jen's been doing these uh bass lessons with these dvds we bought and i've been learning all kinds of new riffs yeah it's been great for riff book because yeah. i was like oh i used to know that priest tune let me learn that again right I right the rain song the other day you know we're so all up in our cool. game hopefully you know when we can all play live again like denver music has exploded with talent again <laughs> well dude Just, i've been everybody's yeah better. everybody's better now you know? absolutely I've been yeah. afraid I've been afraid to get up on a stage and and play solo acoustic. Like I've been I've been afraid of that because I had a very terrifying experience of getting out there and trying to do it when Gordo and I did Gentleman Deluxe with Annie Burka and Joshua Finley, you know. And yeah. but since like now I can do it from the comfort of my own home and just put it out there and and get yeah. it di- the sound That's dialed great. in the way I wanted and I can you know I got nothing to lose. That's kind of how I've been feeling about it, man. Because I don't typically sing with an acoustic guitar, and I've done it twice now. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
<laughs> maybe three times. So that was a stretch for me. So it's well, good. Break those barriers, you know. Just yeah, gotta yeah. put yourself out there. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like you can kind of dip your toe in the water and go, you know. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to see, it's it's different than the way the internet normally works when where like social and political issues are concerned, is it's like, in those issues, all you see is the negative shit that p- people put out. But it's right. like in these little community things and these little art-driven things, all you're seeing is is encouragement. Yeah. yeah. Positivity you know, is going to save us all, man. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got to champion each other out there for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And it's been it's been great. And I I just appreciate the shit out of you guys for being champions of that cause. Hey, we, oh, same. Yeah, absolutely. Same. This is awesome that you are doing this right yeah. now. Yeah, man. It's oh. well. We're and, so excited to see other people. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah I know. <laughs> everybody we've had on the show today. Everybody we've had on the show tonight is like, "Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going? Oh man, <laughs> oh, going? Yeah. so good to see you!" And like, and then when it comes time to like switch segments, they're like, "Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we should do all this right, again, though." <laughs> it's been great, all man. Right. So I take it all the boys in the bands that you guys play in are doing well and healthy. Yeah, everybody's good, man. Like, yeah. um, you know, uh, Ty completely switched roles with his wife and his like stay-at-home dad. Uh, he's the she now, and she's the he. Yeah, he's the stay. Oh, cool. He's the stay. <laughs> he's the stay-at-home <laughs> dad. No, what do you mean switched roles? Sorry. Like, like he, he has become Mister Mom because oh, Jesse is still okay. working. Because what she does, she works in um in uh, she does titles for uh for a living so she's still yeah. able to work and yeah. ty has to hang with the kids he delivers office furniture for a living you know what i mean oh, okay so yeah so he's he's on leave he's gonna have to use some of his paid time off if he stays on leave too long but you know logan's a bartender so he's fully out of work yeah, um but Lo- uh tony's considered essential because he's an electrician so right. he has not seen any change in his day to day, except he has to come home and scrub down and decontaminate, and you right. know. I heard people in the construction business were being let into buildings one at a time, like or just a crew at a time. So just electrician crew would be there. Oh, really? You know, just framers. You know, I don't know if that's what's going on in Chicago, but that's something they were talking about on NPR the other day. There's a paranoid side of me that like keeps yeah. seeing all the people that are out doing construction and building stuff around town and I'm like this is all just a conspiracy to get us off the streets so they can do construction <laughs> right. like, much more quickly, you know, maybe but they you- can repair the roads. Be yeah, cool. the yeah, the other side of that is like, maybe maybe you can fix the fucking roads while we're <laughs> <Yeah>. all <laughs> while we're all off of them. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. In front of our house now for at least two years. <laughs> yeah, man. No, hey, but the, in some places the roads have never looked better. Like they've been getting out and they're like, "Well, nobody's out here. Let's fucking reseal the, you know, let's repave the road." Like I've been right. seeing them get tons of work done because they don't have cars to worry about. I haven't actually yeah. been away more than like three blocks from my house. Yeah. In weeks. We haven't been out really. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. What's going on. Yeah, I've I've been fortunate that I have seen very little change in my day-to-day routine simply because food service is considered essential right now. I never thought I would hear that. Yeah. That it's awesome. the rest 
that the service industry, you know, that food service was considered essential. I mean, and in, in, in some ways we're doing more business than we've ever done because cool. so many places have had to close down and people are literally dependent on us in some cases to feed them, you know, yeah. not, not, yeah, not so many of my friends are still working. Yeah, really? Too. I mean, I think that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so, yeah. so there, I mean, there's that going on. So I'm, I do get out quite a bit and work and they need lots you know, they need us there a lot. At the same time, they have to manage labor because, you know, it's so it's so touch and go from day to day. And and overnight, our business model completely changed, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you guys adapted and that's a good thing, man. I mean, that's what human beings do. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, if it stays like this, I'll just be like sending messages out to people. Hey, I'm mixing, I'm mastering. You know, send me what you got. So I read yeah. something that said basically, like with every change, you got to become a different version of yourself, and I think that that's true with businesses as well. Right, you just have to become oh, yeah. a new version if you're going to adapt and, and grow. So yeah. I'm I'm looking at all of this like this. You know, which version of me is this going to be? You know, pandemic Jen or something? <laughs> 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 Taking some bass like, lessons in the garage. Sounds like a superhero or a super villain. <laughs> pandemic Jen <laughs> or like a wrestler. <laughs> It's like COVID nineteen. Pandemic Gen. <laughs> well, guys, right. it's been it's been really good to catch up with you. I would love I'd love to have you. I've been wanting to have you guys back on the show for a while, anyway. So um, let's talk yeah. about that. And, and Bart, let's talk about live at the crash pad. I really appreciate again everything that you guys are doing, Thank and uh, and uh, I appreciate that you guys have stayed so active and. And you're just pumping people up out there, man. It's really yeah, thanks for everything watch. you're doing. It's awesome. Thank you guys. Super Thank awesome. You. Thank you guys. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Stay positive and uh, don't stay get the- negative. Stay <laughs> negative. <laughs> I tried to post that on Twitter thinking it would take off and it didn't. Nobody even saw it. I was like, Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Stay negative. Man. People you're probably missed wrong. <laughs> People misread it and they're just probably just like, what a what nasty a thing to say. Yeah, that guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys, it's been really great catching up and uh, and I hope to talk you to you guys well. soon. Please reach out if uh, if you need anything and if you guys uh, have anything you need to get off your chest, there's always this platform here for you. So hit Excellent. us up, man. Thank you. I'll, I'll hit you up about a reschedule, Aaron, and I'll cool. talk to you too, Gordo. All right, Sounds let's do good, it man. All right, guys. Hey, Love you guys. Bye. Thanks, bye. guys. Adios. Adios. All right. Later. Gordo, let's... Uh, do you think we yeah. can do... Do you think we can do... Uh, do you think we can do... Let's get Karen on. Let's get Karen on. I was going to say we should do the sponsors oh, real Karen? quick. Karen on? Yeah. Let's do the sponsors real quick before we get Karen on. Uh, first and foremost, our most... Uh, venereal, nay, venerable sponsor, Matula Plumbing. Matula! Matula! Shit rolls downhill. Don't be at the bottom. Your number two is our number one priority. Your shit is our bread and butter. Angie's List. Super Service Award winner back in 2011-11 is the only one that matters. Uh, yeah. Hit him up. Where are the booties for you? Flipside Music. Uh, on South Tacoma Street. Man, I got to talk to Ike and see what they're doing to stay in business. I'm assuming they're doing mostly online sales. Um, 
be sure. I to... saw a post from him saying that uh, he wasn't a fan of his home computer situation. That's that's really all I know. That's I, I know that's an essential update. I just wanted to let people know. Right. Ike's right. home computer is not the best. <laughs> I'm assuming everything else is going okay. Yeah, I mean he has been doing uh he has been doing the what the fact what the FAQ episodes. Yes. So um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flipside music, largest selection of effects pedals. Hey, and man, you need those effects pedals right now, especially your looper and, and anything to really step up your production game on Riffbook. So buy some pedals and step up your riff game. Uh, Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios. Actually, Kate dropped something in the comments. What did Kate say in the comments? What did Kate say in the comments? I didn't She's say. She said, because there's, there's something from Kate on here. Where where are you, Kate? Hi, fellas. Thanks for talking about feelings. Ha, I feel much better than the sad sack frustrated mess I was when I spoke to Aaron on Friday. Hustle on. Kate, I fucking love you, girl. I love that girl. Um so yeah, Kate was one of my original picks for uh for this episode because believe it or not um kate's episode kate from rocket space was one of the most popular episodes they um that we ever did uh kate like many business owners out there right now is is definitely going through some hard times with the uncertainty of of what is going to happen in the world for them but um you know she is dead set on hustling and open her doors back up and providing a clean affordable um, well-maintained uh, hourly rehearse, rehearsal space for um, the musicians of Denver and beyond, because touring musicians go there too and they come through town. Um, do anything you can to support Rocket Space. Like, share, follow them, and, um, and send some money over and book some time. Mainly what she said, the way that people can help out is once they open the doors, get in there and, and jam. So, uh, yeah, man, we love you, Kate. Thank you so much for uh, for dropping us a little note there. We appreciate it. We'll get you on here soon. Evergroove Studio. Um, I want to send a shout out to my man Brad Smalling at Evergroove Studio, who is uh, doing his best to keep their studio doing what they do in their seventy percent solar powered facility up in the Black Mountain region of Evergreen, Colorado. Um, we love you a lot, Brad. Hope you're doing well up there. Yeah. And, um, heart, heart and thoughts uh, go out to you. We're thinking of you. Yeah, thinking of you big time, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, but you're our fucking dude, man, and we're really excited to hear what goes on with all the music that we're going to make together for the foreseeable future, man. And thank you for everything that you've been doing to um, – to keep people afloat and engaged and happy and positive and making music and creating. They are still, from what I understand, offering pay-what-you-can mastering, uh, free mix consultations, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Um, of course, uh, we are at the Burn TV Studios here at an undisclosed location in the Rhino District of Denver, Colorado. Um, man, Mikey from the Nug Nation and Burn TV Studios has just been grinding his ass off. I had to do a voiceover before we got on the podcast when I got in here. First thing I did when Ethan walked in the door is asked him to help me set up uh, and do a voiceover recording for Mike. So, um, man, really, really cool stuff going on. 
And then finally, you want to give a shout out to our loyal patrons. I fucking love you guys. Um, you saw the drawing that uh, that Jay did. Jay is also one of our patrons. Uh, we're going to give that away to one of you guys. Um, we'll put it on the Patreon page here soon, so stay tuned for that. And we have been giving away stuff nonstop. Um, I've been loading tons of demos and little recordings and stems and things like that onto SoundCloud, and uh, our patrons have been getting first access to that. Um, we couldn't do what we do without you guys. Please go to patreon.com slash mfruckus to learn more. All right. I am going to call our final guest of the episode. Let's get Miss Karen Kuda on here. Karen Exley. Add. All right. We're calling Karen now, and then we'll get her audio. Connections. Connections executed. Hey. Shout out to Ethan Klein, our tech guru, who is really helping us step up our hey, hey, look, uh, our production. It's a bunny needs. rabbit. Yeah. Hey, what? What? We got. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Karen, we're we're gonna get the the source dialed in on the, the feed real quick. It'll just take one second. We're gonna get your your audio and video dialed in. Okay. Hold on, just one oh, sec. Beans. Yay! Is this live or are you editing and then releasing this? <laughs> we are definitely live. We're live. Oh, we are. Right I was just wondering if I should like promote this. No, no, we're live right now. But you can get on your phone while we're talking and share it. It's on. Um, <laughs> it's on youtubecom slash TV is uh, is the YouTube link. We're also um, on facebookcom slash band right now. Uh, streaming on there. Please welcome to the program another one of your favorite guests, one of our favorite guests. Uh, Miss Karen Exley, a.k.a. Karen Kuda from Egoista, formerly Nashville Pussy. Uh, formerly, formerly Egoista. For, what? What happened? Egoista, Egoista lasted like five minutes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but oh, you have a shirt. So I it's do a have a shirt. Because now somewhere there's just a giant bin of them sitting there collecting <laughs> dust. Dude, ain't it always the way? <laughs> I've, I've yeah, we only we only lasted for about five minutes, but you know, such is life. Sometimes. Well, what Every the fuck? Every band has a shelf life. <laughs> it's it's too it's too bad that yours is that short though. That's well, maybe some people shouldn't be such assholes. That's hey, all I gotta say. Some stars, yeah, yeah. some stars, <laughs> some stars just burn too bright. You know. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Uh, um. What's this uh, URL again? Uh, if you go if, on Facebook, on Facebook, just go to just look up MF Ruckus on um, Facebook. And if I, put, uh, if I put a link, uh, well, you can just go directly to our Facebook page and you can share the stream as it's going on right now. Oh, uh, yeah. I've done that a time or two. <laughs> uh, Shared the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Um, phone. Okay, how, how long how long have you been wearing that bunny costume? That's what I want to know. Uh, since yesterday. Um, it's my Easter afterglow. <laughs> are you totally losing your mind, Fantastic. or are you are you like <laughs> maybe? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's snowing and it's really comfy, and my cat likes to knead it, so I get like a little paw massage, and uh, you know. 
when in Rome, when you don't have anywhere to go and nothing to do and, uh, you know, it's snowy and warm, then, I mean, this is warm. Why the fuck not? It looks super comfy. It, is. it looks, and it looks like a cat's wet dream, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just like kneading the hell out of that thing, you know? <laughs> I didn't oh, say yeah. that. What are, what are we doing? Just making, oh, yeah. just making uh, biscuits all day. So, oh, so I have to like your page first. Oh, Sorry, I didn't already like whoa. your page. I can't give up. See, I can't give see, up. This, this pandemic is bringing out all the real stuff. All of it. It's really helping okay. us learn who our true supporters are. I'll say that much. Okay, so here I am. But how do I share it? So you just, go, you just go to the post, like the stream that's going on right now. This is going to be the whole discussion, right, by the way. I know. Teaching I'm sorry. Thank you for it. watching our tutorial. <laughs> Today, oh we're going to be talking with Karen Kuda on. and teaching her how to share a post on Facebook. Join us well, next week. I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone. So it's like it's – I don't – I don't see how to do it. Um, my – oh, here we go. Uh, I'm loving this. this my um, – so did you guys see the SNL live from home? Thing on Saturday, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Was so, it? Good? Yeah, they did. They did the whole show, like everybody in their own house, and they all had to kind of come up with their own skits. And you could tell some of them were really grasping for straws to make shit funny without props and all that kind of thing. Um, but it was really cleverly done. Anyhow, there's one skit that's uh, it, this is, isn't really as funny if you didn't see it, but um, where it's like a, a, a company meeting and there's like the old secretaries and they're trying to show them how to use zoom. And they're like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah, wait, how do I, how do I do this? You know? And t- uh, so I today had a tutorial with my parents on zoom and it was totally the same thing. It was really hilarious. Oh yeah. I've been, I've been hearing all sorts of stories about people. Like I did a zoom meeting with my family. We did a family happy hour and it was all my aunts and uncles and my mom and dad just getting bombed on Zoom together, trying to figure that, out how the technology works. Like that was pretty much the whole thing. Like, <laughs> is that an Skipper, addition get to Marco closer Polo? to the camera. I can't see you. Why did you say, Mom? I can't hear you. It's funny that you say um, technology. Did I tell you this before? When we were doing pre-production with Nashville Pussy, and it was oh, what song is it? Uh, we got, oh yeah. We got the pussy. You got the time. We got the pussy. So we're in the in the practice space, and Blaine's just kind of yammering some some lyrics. And I swore, because I, I couldn't understand it, because it was loud. You know how that is sometimes and right. when you're. And uh, and I swore he was going technology, and I was like, that is so dumb, Blaine. You can't <laughs> sing a song about technology. He's like, no, I'm singing about pussy. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> technology. technology what direction what, is, what direction is blaine trying to head with his new album he's like singing about technology it's like nashville pussies most Dude, he was, ambitious he was departure he's ahead of his time uh i um also on that note i was at globe hall working one night and this band was playing and we had him playing before the show over the um the you know radio feed and it was like their channel their station or whatever and i wasn't familiar with them at all and this lyric comes up and it's like checking my facebook and these two are sitting at the bar and i was like oh my god i was like really like when checking my facebook ends up in song lyrics i was like that's fucking stupid and like i'm laughing and they go uh-huh and Devin, my coworker, comes up to me and she goes um, that's the band and that was their song that's playing i was like 
Well, uh, you know, I guess they deserve to get made. You know what? Um, for Kudos to you there. for being honest. <laughs> well, yeah. seriously, though, you know, it is pretty seriously. Lame. Yeah, that is lame. I've thought about that before. <laughs> like, like, like you think about like uh, the letter by the box tops and made famous by Joe Cocker, you know, like, like my baby just wrote me a letter. It's like my baby just slipped into my DMs and sent me a message with a bunch of emojis in it. With Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like hashtag. I think you're so cute. You know, yeah, yeah. I, know. I mean, yeah. I, even though even though it's part of the technology and I get it and it's part of the world we live in musically, it is very uncool. And you, well, right. And you can, you know, come up with something a little less literal, maybe, you know, had to it, check my social media or something, you know, or, or, or even like, Probably just like more to rhyme with anyway, sent me a message, you know, sent me a message could be anything. Right. And then it's timeless. Then you don't play then it's it. Timeless. You know, like, like if people are singing about eight tracks now as young kids are gonna be what the fuck is an eight track <laughs> answering machine right. oh well i guess maybe the replacement's answering machine kids might not know what the fuck that is right they'll be like answering machine what the fuck is that you Most mean voicemail <laughs> a voicemail might even become a thing of the past who knows uh so we might become a thing of the past. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Humans might America is definitely becoming a thing of the past. So so t- how how has it been for you? Like are you are you staying active? Are you staying busy? Are you keeping your brain engaged or are you just like climbing the walls right now? Um oh, I'm not climbing the walls, not at all. Cuz you're very about- social. You're very social and you work in you know, and you work in the service industry and you work in the touring business, like you are a professional musician. So are you like, what's it been like for you? Well, um, I also, uh, contrary to what anyone has ever perceived from me while I'm out and about, um, I'm also very introverted and I love right. being alone. I love being alone. So I live by I myself. Say, obviously she's doing great. Look at her. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> So um, I'm taking there. less showers and changing my clothes less often, but, um, but no, it's been, it's been fine in that regard. I mean, it was about week three. I think I started to become a little lonely and just really realizing how much um, interaction with people contributes to your overall psyche. You know, it's like all of these positive things that had kind of helped me get out of some dark times. Um you know, the dark times started kind of resurfacing again, those thoughts, right. because um, I don't have all these same positive distractions and people around me. And um, really in the last month, I mean, I've been through a whole array of uh, emotions about this shit. I mean, from just depressed and not wanting to do anything to like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to, you know, dance in my living room all day or to, um, you know, really just my soul hurting and, and fearing for our future, you know? Um, uh, so I've, I've kind of in having gone through all of these things, I'm starting to realize kind of just today is the first day I'm really making an effort towards that. Um, but to kind of compartmentalize everything, uh, I've, I've really, um, put a invested a lot of time in, in staying up on the facts and I'm going to say fucking facts, not just bullshit fucking news that we're we're soon fed. Um, and good for you, um, by the way, good for you. <laughs> I, you know, so I, so I've been doing that a lot. I've been spending a lot of time on Facebook, which is like, 
you know, it's, it's, I'm so grateful to have that resource right now to keep in touch with everybody. Um, but it can be definitely a slippery slope. Um, it can be exhausting. So, you can get a little bit of the headline uh, fatigue yeah. and a little bit of the, yeah, that, and you know, people are just so inclined to be dicks. Like even, even your friends, like you wouldn't talk to me like that in person, you know? Um, so I get a little exhausted by that because really all I ever mean when I, I'm very opinionated and I'm vocal about stuff. And when I say something about something, I don't want to hear like, Oh, whatever, Karen, why don't you call the manager or thanks for the advice or, you know, that kind of dumb bullshit. People are trying to call you a Karen (laughs) all the time. Like we are, you know, we're all in this together. And so, um, you know, listen to someone who spent more time educating themselves about this than, than you have as with any other subject, Absolutely. you might fucking learn something, you know, well, yeah. um, it's, it's so important to pay attention to the, to the, to the experts, to the legitimate experts during this whole thing. And, and just uh, the, you know, conspiracy theory, you know, and sure there might be, who knows what the fuck, but I, I'm just, it's it just gets exhausting. So. So just really kind of trying to compartmentalize how much time I spend on the news, how much time I spend on Facebook, how much right. time, you know, and uh, I because those are both rabbit holes that you can lose your entire day oh, to yeah. before you know it. Oh, so yeah. um, trying to stay, you know, also engaged in doing some creative stuff. Um, I'm still, What kind of creative stuff are you doing? Well, you know, like just so far, just rocking a little bit and like making jewelry. Um, I haven't really riff book. I want to see you on riff book. Oh, I I haven't really put a whole lot of, um, I know I need to participate. I haven't put a whole lot of effort into the, the creative side of things yet. I've been, I spent the first few weeks navigating all of the, you know, paperwork bullshit, um, trying to get the financial side of things figured out. And then, um, I'm still teaching with School of Rock, so I do video oh, very based cool. lessons, and then um, trying to, or I still have my performance program. I'm directing a History of Punk show right now. Awesome! Um, I want to see that. But of course, oh god, it's going to be so great. I've got just a, so many cool songs, and I and I've done like the History of Punk, so I went kind of from Origins to when it goes to hardcore to when it gets a little poppier to skate punk to like you know mainstream. Um, and so this whole program is based on kids being able to rehearse together, uh, which obviously they can't now. So keeping 18 children engaged on a computer screen has been a challenge. Right. Um, oh, but I so, so that's, so I've been doing that too. And then actually just today, I just did another uh, one of these kind of interview things. Um, and then another a friend of mine in Norway uh, that used to play in one of my favorite bands expressed interest in having me collaborate with him and we've talked about shit over the years and getting something together forever and just have never made it happen and so um now that we're kind of forced to do things remotely you know i've been finding out about interfaces and various things that i can do to record at home with what i have here um and kind of get that ball rolling so i think now that i'm you know i've kind of checked myself kind of checked my head kind of try to you know, make sure I'm practicing self-care and, um, you know, kind of every day is a little different. There's a lot of stuff to process. None of us have been through something like this before. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it I was talking earlier, mentioned it when I was talking to, we had Dave Sanchez earlier on the show and Yay! Yeah. I like to call him little Davey Havoc. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh yeah. I know Davey. Havoc. Well, and you know, Davey Havoc from AFI, right? Right, right, right. right. I think AFI is... <laughs> But uh, 
but I love him, so I call him Little Davy Havoc. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were just talking about. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know if you uh, follow Eric Weinstein at all, but he was talking mm-hmm. about how. You know, we're waking up from a seventy-five year nap. You know, we didn't. We haven't really had. I mean. We've had 9-11, we've had Katrina, we've had, you know, we've had events which have happened, we've had tsunamis, we've had events, but nothing but, really that has, like, engaged the entire world. Right, it's all that's happening to them, that's happening to them, you know, right, over there, right. it's not me. And and I think there's still a lot of people, we live in such a me, me, me culture here in the States, I think... Um, it's it's been disappointing to see that in action. It's also been nice to see a lot of people step up and be a lot more compassionate. Right. Who knows how long that'll last? I think the compassionate people might be more compassionate. Some of the people on the fence might lean towards compassion now. The assholes are always going to be fucking assholes. Right. So, you know, it's it's an interesting sociological thing Experiment, for sure yeah. to see, you know, and and I think and of course, you know, everyone's reacting because they just nobody knows how to what to, well, how do I do well, this? There's no you precedent know? for and, it. Nobody knows how to right. act. And until until people start to have, um, you know, friends and loved ones and people that they know personally affected by this outside of being out of work or stuck at home, um, you know, it might it might not necessarily change their ways that much. You know, yeah, we still see a lot of people out and about and doing their thing. And, you I know, think that's what it takes for a lot of people, unfortunately, is for them to be personally affected. Yeah, you know, well, right. and that, I, I think that goes for anything, you know, really. But, um, but yeah, we're all in, and that's why it's like, man, we're all in this together. Like, quit being assholes about this. Like, if I tell you right. fact A about how this fucking thing spreads, like, like I, I, I would love to be wrong. <laughs> I don't want this thing to be as contagious as it is, you know. But at the same time, like, you don't have to yell at me and tell me that, you know. I don't know. Fucking. Well, I, I think I think it's important also that we come together and 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 we've got to like toe that delicate line of like putting the, the right amount of social pressure on each other without resorting to shaming and making it into tribalism and and but unfortunately I don't think we're going to get to that point unless we fight a little bit. You know, we're going to have to fight, like fight it out a little bit and leaders and helpers are going to have to emerge and be like, you know, hey guys, everybody just calm down. This is what we need to do. This is the direction that we need to head. These are the things that need to be done. These are the things that are going to help uh, for help us rebuild a cohesive society. Like, you know, we're going, we're going to have to have that conflict and we're going to have to have the people being dicks to set an example and I a, go ahead I, I have a question for both of you have either of you guys seen dr phil talking to the girl that licked a toilet seat down in florida no what? i did see a picture of a guy licking a toilet seat that supposedly got sick so tell me more yeah please do all i'm gonna say is that you know for you guys and anybody who's watching like look up this footage because it's interesting i I don't normally go out of my way to watch anything why did she want to lick the toilet seat that's probably to prove that she was that she was uh you know not going to be affected by this 
Yeah, she's like 22 or something, and she would she she's just like, look, you know, I'm young, I'm gonna live, like who cares? And so that was her whole point, and her post went viral when she licked a toilet seat, you know. And so then, like Dr. Phil had her on, and he, <laughs> yeah, we did she get Dr. sick? Phil. No, 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 she oh, didn't. Okay. That's 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 kind of the whole it thing. It sounds like she, she was sick before. Now, now, yeah, well, she's very sick, obviously, in other ways, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> it was what, what was really hilarious about the end of this video is that, like, Dr. Phil's like, now, I don't want anyone to go out of their way to do anything harmful to you because of your ignorance, okay? I don't want to see anybody. Like, he, he harped on it for like a good five minutes. Like, I don't want to see people making death threats. I don't want to see people trying to find your address. I don't want to see people coming to your home. I don't want to see people coming down your chimney with grenades. Like he, he made things like this. <laughs> he gave a whole lot of ideas. It was really funny. It was just like how he just kept going on about it. Like, please do not attack her for her ignorance. And it was like, man, you're drawing a little bit too much attention, man. Oh, I, I, I didn't realize you na- you really nailed uh, imitating him. And I didn't realize how much he sounds doctor. like um, Mr. Hanky or not Mr. Hanky. Mr. Mackey. Um, Mr. Yes, Mackey. yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's absolutely. My dad likes Mr. Hanky. So he's how's like, that working for you? Okay. <laughs> but that's that must be who he's based off of, right? I mean, that has to be it. Uh, well, uh, I, no, well, I, he was well, based on an based actual teacher. Actual teachers, yeah. Yeah, they're um, based. They're based from, upon from characters. Chatfield. Chatfield High School. Those guys went to Chatfield. Yeah, that was my rival high school. Growing yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I was just and then also the South Park when some of their stuff in South Park, but right, right, the actual <laughs> South Park. Well, um, but, Karen, yeah. I, I really appreciate you jumping on and talking with us. I Yay! I would love to, I would love to have you back uh, just on the regular show, and sure. uh, and if you get Any if time. you get bored, and uh, I'm really glad to hear you're collaborating and stuff like that. I think it's awesome that people are collaborating, and if you if you ever want to collaborate on anything, you let me know. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we'll see. When you come comes. back, bring I, the bunny suit. <laughs> we'll see what comes of it. You know, um, I was really excited to see you with Rose Tattoo. Yeah. Wah, wah. Hopefully it's, that'll get rescheduled. It's getting rescheduled. We just aren't allowed mm. to announce the date yet, but it okay. is getting rescheduled. Um, they just fair enough. You know, they have to square away all the postponement stuff. And is it going to be at the same venue? I think so, because the promoter. Well, again, that depends what venues stay open. You know what I mean? Like, is that oh which uh who's the promoter there is it the Wolfpack? It's Wolfpack, what? yeah. Okay. It's Anthony Lucero's putting it on. So he he did tell me the new date. Um, they just I just I'm not at liberty to. It, say well, it right and now, and it might end up getting postponed again and stuff too. So who knows? No need for more false information floating around in the right. I know there's plenty sphere. of information. But um, well, I, yeah, I want to have you back for on. Having me. Yeah, of I'd course. Love to. I Thanks always for love talking to you. I well, can. I could kill so much time talking with you the first time and you're like, oh, three hours. I was like, ah. yeah, and it went just like that. I would, I would. And, and if, depending on how long this thing stretches out, I'd love to have you on for, for a Skype chat again. So absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I, well I'm around. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so. let me check my schedule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. All well, right. Well, it was so good to see you guys. And it's chat good with to you see you minute. too, Karen. It's awesome. It's good to see that you're safe and healthy. <laughs> yeah. Try, try Karen Kuda, everybody. Thanks for coming on the program. <laughs> ah. yeah, yeah. Stay safe, healthy, all that good stuff. Yeah, you too, girl. Talk okay. To you too. <laughs> okay, bye. Well, well, Gordo, I think... Uh, I think we had a good episode, man. This is really cool. We got it was to, great. Got to check in with some friends. We got to spread a little positivity. We got to hear. We got to hear some really, uh, really different perspectives, man. Like that was a yeah, very, was, that was a very good was, sampling of perspectives going on out there. And I yeah, think we should yeah, keep really this up. Yeah. We're supposed to have Joe. Uh, we're supposed to have Joe Wellermeyer from. Um, uh, former drummer for In the Company of Serpents talking about uh, his new um, project, Welt. Um, but I, I haven't I haven't heard from him. I'm sure he'll be into it, but we're supposed to have him on the program next week. Uh, I'll reach cool. out to him and see if that's still going on, and I'll keep you posted. But, um, hey, everybody, give a big round of applause to Ethan Klein, our fucking tech guru, who helps the, prog- the podcast happen. Thank you, Ethan. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for helping us helping us run this thing dude we really appreciate it man um yeah well that's the podcast everybody uh we had a good time we went for two hours 20 minutes talked to a bunch of our friends we tried an experiment and it worked i think it worked worked too and it wasn't that hard was it is that something always trying experiments always working i like the formula yeah just do stuff this let this be a lesson to anybody who's out there and is going like like man i would love to create abcd just fucking start experimenting ben- banging around just throw it on the internet see what the fuck happens man yeah nobody cares nobody Now's cares the time. and and that's the best part is that nobody cares and yeah. and 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 i mean that in a good way not like in this like dark lonely isolating way which you know there is that too but like nobody's nobody's going to get literally- mad yeah, yeah, it's it's such a yeah, it's such a dichotomy because it can be such a bad thing, but it can also be such a freeing and awesome thing too. Right, right. You know, it's amazing. It's, well, Gordo, it, I'm, I really like, hope you're healthy. I really hope you're happy. I really hope I really hope Mel's doing well. We love you guys. And um, same to you. Same to you and yours. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, my little boy's asleep, but um, like <laughs> I said, I've been I've been side hustling. And haven't really been home in like a week. And I'm going to go spend the next 24 hours with my little boy, man. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to all our healthcare workers, all our sanitation workers, all the, the people in the food service industry and all the people who are driving the buses and in the supply chain that are, uh, that are Get out there and howl at eight. Get out hey, there and have howl. You, have you been doing that? Yes. I've been I have not had a chance to do it yet. I got to say, uh, Harvey Park is representing. Are they? They are representing. I we Every night it's been awesome. Yeah. You know it's, what? So, it's really cool to hear it. Sarah says, awesome. our, Sarah says our cat does not care for it. Hey, those of you who are howling at eight o'clock, knock it off with the fireworks. It's scaring the animals. Keep howling. Now that, I know these guys with the fireworks. They always have to get in on the action. <laughs> I love fireworks, but with the howling too, but at the moon on. thing, come on, you're scaring everybody's pets, man. Be Do nice. your fireworks at noon or some shit or whatever. This right. is howling at eight. Howling at eight. Okay. Yeah. My uh, my cat has been getting kind of freaked out about it, man. It's of it's course. Funny. 
Um, well, hey, this has been episode 102 of the motherfucking podcast, the official podcast of the International Power Rock Combo motherfucking ruckus. Thank you so much for tuning into the stream. Um, we are going to get the audio from episode 101 here in the next day or two, so stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll have audio from this episode uh, shortly behind that. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive, stay negative. Stay positive and negative. We're going to get through this human race. Take care of yourselves, people. We're going to get through this planet Earth. Papa loves you. And we'll see you guys next week. This has been the motherfucking podcast. Catch you guys on the flippity flop. Bye-bye. The motherfucking podcast is recorded at the Nug Nation Studios in Denver, Colorado, and hosted by Aaron Howell, Tony Lee, Logan O'Connor, and occasionally even Ty Blosser of the international power rock combo, Motherfucking Ruckus. Our producer in the studio is Gordon Ledfoot. Our producers in Chicago are Gene Skibbins and Adam Zielinski. All music except homie shoutouts and featured artists is written and performed by MF Ruckus and comes from the album The Front Lines of Good Times, Volume 1, coming this fall on Rodeo Star Records. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, if you find this podcast valuable or entertaining and you wish to support MF Ruckus further, you can rate, review, share, subscribe, follow us on any of our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. If you really want to help us do what we do, you can go to patreon.com slash mfruckus and become a patron at any level. Our patrons get access to exclusive content, early releases, guest list spots, even VIP parties with beer and food, all in exchange for a small monthly contribution. It really does make a difference and allows us to do this podcast, make records, create videos, go on tour, fly Tony back and forth, and all the other stuff we love to do for you guys. Patreon.com slash MFRuckus. Check it out. Thanks again, guys. You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at MutinyInfoCafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 